Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We celebrate the amazing, the fabulous Tracy Toms from Broadway's Falsettos and Rent, Rent the Motion Picture, because we didn't do it enough, apparently, and of course, The Devil Wears Prada, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, Judd Apatow's Love on Netflix, and more, 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 more. With my guest co-host, my twisted sister, Polly David, from Polly and Monks, and me, your favorite host with the deepest voice. So raise a glass and let the games begin. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. Lord help us, it's going to be a bumpy night. We are in a new studio, actually. We are now in Burbank, across from Warner Brothers Studios, and where they film Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Not talking to you. Uh, buns and bows and pantyhose on the rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. We're back. We took some time off for winter vacation. We took time off to gain 40 pounds, get blackout drunk, and lose my wallet. I'm so glad I'm back to put me on track. If I didn't text you Happy New Year, uh, we're still good. I'm just a lazy person. Uh, and thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for holding our hair back, driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sport that I'm good at. Uh, a big thank you to Flix and Now Trending App in San Diego for inviting me to MC New Year's Eve Countdown. Such a great staff at Flix, from the security to the dancers to the bartenders to my co-host, uh, Erica Fox. Oh my God, what is happening, Tracy Thompson? I'm sorry, I was trying to go to the... We're caught in a time travel. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to the page. Oh, wait. Oh, girl. Sorry. This is not your first time in front this... of a microphone. I know. Uh, yeah, but this is my first time trying to look at the, pa at the yeah. site while we're doing Okay, keep going. Sorry, okay. I interrupted you. Okay. Go. Who are those sexy people? It's us. <laughs> uh, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live right now on the Trendy Now app in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, hello Ohio, and nationally and on the rocks, Universal Broadcasting Network, face page, uh, Facebook page, and of course, Bear World Magazine, roar! Check out my Bear World Magazine weekly articles, my movie news, my movie reviews. Can we just talk about how boring the Golden Globes were, please? Wow. I mean. <laughs> now, do you know what I think it is? I think it's because now we know so much about celebrities. We see what they're eating. We see them hanging out. We see them putting on their makeup and all that. And so we used to watch award shows because we never got to see them outside of the screen in that depth. Right. And now it's like, eh, I've already seen them. I don't care, really. And look at rich people be richer and like, la, 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 I like la. the Golden Globes, though, because they be drinking. They be drinking. They be drinking. Yeah, but... <laughs> But it was really boring, right? It was a little. I mean, I watched Ugh. it. I was late, fun. and so I got to fast forward past the boring parts. I always DVR and then fast forward. Um, so that was good. I just, I just feel like the, it used to be the edgy show. Yeah, yeah, because of the alcohol. Yeah, yeah but it yeah. also used to have like a, you know, like Ricky Gervais was, you know, he was like, I'm roasting all of you. Yeah, yeah it had an edge to it. Definitely. So you know, even when uh, Tina Fey and um, yeah, Amy Poehler, and, and they Poehler were did amazing. it, and amazing. they were amazing, yeah. but they were they were giving it to them. 
But now I feel like we're in such a time of crisis in this country that uh, the celebrities feel like it's up to us to try to save the world. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah. whole the whole the, the point of award shows has kind of skewed towards like let me use this platform to to speak about injustice and things like that, and it becomes a more serious show. It was serious, although I have to say Glenn Close's acceptance speech was one of my favorites. I loved she it. Talked about her mom. She's yeah. very real, and I'm not usually a Glenn Close fan because of Patty Labong, but uh, <laughs> but you and, have to pick works. sides. Yeah. Pick sides, pick sides, girl. Glenn Close, but no cigar. Not that E flat, that's for sure. Oh no, she like I felt like she was Sunset. genuinely sad. Yeah. Sad. She's Boulevard. To, she's supposed to do the movie, and I'm like, you better do it fast. It's gonna be like B Arthur. Totally. In Sunset Boulevard. Sunset yeah. Boulevard. She was genuinely surprised, though. I think because I think everyone she thought was. it was gonna go to Gaga, except for the acceptance speech she had prepared. No, she, right. She was. You have to prepare anyway. You Listen, to. you have to prepare anyway. Don't be that. You, Guy and that, and that's cla- classic. Why you have to, right? Yeah, because yeah. Wendy Morris says hi, Tracy. Hi, Wendy Morris. Hi, Wendy Morris. Wendy Morris. Um, but I think Gaga was uh, surprised too because she was. She was like, she, she oh. got up and she's like, oh, should I just sit here? Oh, yeah, is it not? Yeah, it's not going to be me. <laughs> okay, I'm a Gaga fan. Like I am a Gaga fan because hello, me too, Gaga. Um, but Gaga. she was so egotistical on the red carpet. You guys, I'm like, yes, remember Gaga. when you used to perform at Trunks and like there was people like pissing in the floor, and now yeah. she's like. It was such a pleasure to be in A Star Is Born. And I'm like... You're right, it was a pleasure to be in A Star Is Born. Yeah, it was yeah, a pleasure. Be a, that it, was a pleasure. Yeah. Did, did yeah. anybody else find her ego a little big? I actually didn't see the red carpet. Uh, I saw the I red like, carpet. I think she was. I think she's living her movie star fantasy. I think she's like playing the part. She, she looked amazing. Be, like I used to be a Gaga monster because she was one of us. Right, but she's always played the part no matter, in, no matter what setting she's in, right? She's yeah. always like kind of, kind of make, molding herself into whatever you she wants to be in that moment. She can be like edgy or she can be a movie star or she can be a dinner like meat. She can be whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She can well, be a dinner. She can be dinner. She wore meat oh yeah, she wore meat suit, so yes. she was a dinner. Now, right. Did, did any like health and safety have to get involved with that outfit by I the way? Know. I don't know. It was I delicious mean, though. I, you're a pescatarian. Now that's like a fake vegetarian by the way, Paul. She's been a pescatarian for like a week. Now how long have you <laughs> She has not. No, I've been a vegetarian for two years, but a pescatarian for like a year. No wonder you're bitchy all the time. Cheers, I know. Yeah. That's oh, why. God. I'm gonna uh, keep chasing you. Okay. Now one moment of shade during uh the Golden Globe. Uh, Lady Gaga was walking off stage and her train was so big the cast of Black Panther went up yeah, to do their Chad, presentation Chad was like trying to step, figure out where they had to wait for the train to go by and then they're like Black Panther celebrating equality in Hollywood and like yeah, yeah they had to wait for, this, for that train this train to go by Gaga like get down to roots move your like, caboose yeah go work at a soup kitchen for a week uh, for our audio listeners you can check out our video stream on Facebook YouTube and of course the now trending app uh, where all of our On The Rocks videos streaming for free downloaded on iPhone and Android today my mom Mama Rose is in the chat room on ubngo.com and Facebook ask her your questions she'll answer it because she's done her research she even watched Death Proof how Mama oh, wow. Rose she is con- she, she loves to do her research yes what do you recognize that? most for yeah, I know yeah, in yeah. different but I know like in different I've been around you but I know in different <laughs> circles you're recognized for different things yeah it's really interesting I, I have most? like this weird career that I'm grateful for that I just I'm all over the place yeah 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 so and I don't a chameleon too oh thank She's you like karma yeah. chameleon yeah. Yeah. once you started you had to finish yeah, it yeah. um <laughs> Royalties to Boy George. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, it's interesting because I used to be able to profile my fans. Like, like, like yeah. if I looked, if it was like a middle-aged woman 
you know, she's like, oh my God, uh, what are your problems? I'm like, the cold case. Product. Oh, yeah. cold no, case. Okay. Cold case. Cold case. Yeah. It was always cold case. They all, the, the elders love their cold case. Yeah, they do. Cold I mean, case. They're almost a cold case. And the youngster. Yeah, if it was like a teenager, like, um, you, you have that like musical theater feeling yeah. from, yeah. it's going to be rent. Goes, Hello. And you're like, um, okay, rent. Like other people, you know, most people, Devil Wears Prada was an easy one because most people have seen that movie. Yeah. So, if they, so that's just the catch all. If, if, if those two don't work. But if it's like an edgy person, like if you're tatted, with like yeah. black yeah. hair, <laughs> you know, tats. I'm like that's gonna be a death proof. Yeah. That's your, your death proof yes. person, you know. But now because it's many it's ten years later, I can't profile it anymore. But like right now, I'm surprised at how many people recognize me from nine one one. Yeah, um, that show's so popular. It's a very popular show, and you know, I'm recurring on that show. I'm yeah. not like a series regular on that show. But people are like, oh my god, I love you on nine one one. I'm like. I get texts a lot. You. I just saw your friend on TV. Yeah, yep. or like yeah. Catfish. I had a, a tweet oh, just today. Do you know how many questions I got about Catfish? I got a tweet just today. So like, many. oh my God, I'm rewatching Catfish. This was like a, like an hour ago. Somebody it, tweeted that, me that, that, was, that was like season three. No, season three. Season three yeah. Catfish. Now, I love Neve and Max, and I watched the show because I thought Neve was the cute one. I ended up thinking Max was Max the is, cute one. I go back and forth. Max is Max married is to a beautiful Brazilian woman, yes, so we want to be respectful. They just had an anniversary. But Neve was at Tracy's house when we watched Happy Anniversary. Did he leave Hair everywhere? Did he leave hair everywhere? <laughs> Did you have to get like a lid brush after? He's a, uh, but he's super nice. Like he's he, super yeah. nice. And but I thought he was the cute one, but he's, he got a little too skinny. They're both cute. Well, but I, Max is like the hot. Yeah, one. Max was supposed he's to be like, there as well. But Max got stuck in traffic. So when my, my my episode aired, they came over to my house to watch it all together and and live tweet it. What's um, the address? I'm gonna come over. Shoot. Five 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 four 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 five five four 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 Hollywood Lane. <laughs> Hollywood, uh, California. <laughs> I know 210. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Uh, Lamertex DeSelb says, I love you, Tracy. Oh, thank you. I love you, too. <laughs> okay, also, Neil McRae is a big Cold Case fan. Wants to know your favorite episode. And don't you think it's time for a Cold Case reboot? Yes. Yes. Hey, I'll do the backwards. Maybe just like you and Danny Pino. For me, it's the one where Stabler... Oh, wait. He is so cute. Danny Pino? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's so cute, guys. Oh. Except they have to do his hair right. He was on that one show and they did like a like a poof and he looked off. Was that SVU? What? No, it was that one where like something went in the brain and took him over. Oh, brain dead. Did yeah. you ever yeah, get yeah, to yeah, make yeah. out with Danny Pino? Brain dead. Yes, I Allegedly. did get to make out with. Oh. Um, <sighs> now for a Latino, his lips are a little little. That's that's what it was, it's like a, a lizard. Like listen, sometimes they're inside. I, Danny, inside I mean, it's full disclosure. Well, I'll show it to you okay. later. Danny and I are uh, working on a film, uh, a rom com together. Uh, yeah, and I have a whole proof of concept I'll show you. I, I already know, knew that. It was very, just my I know, that was gray. that was his alley-oop, right? It was my passive-aggressive way of saying, know, is this say, okay to talk about? Have you ever uh, made out with Danny? <laughs> well. Okay, but now you have a dilemma because if there's a role for like the funny gay sidekick, <laughs> no, 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 right. I mean, you're in between um, two and all of this them. Is, are you Latino no. or like, what are you? I'm le- I'm Middle Eastern and Caucasian, basically. Oh, God. Mixed. So you're going to, I mean, if you have to click that like diversity, which one are you going to pick? I'll get back to you later, guys. I might Here's the some thing. tape. Here's the thing. I, I think we know like... each other too well. Like, we might know each other too well. We might know each other too well. Yeah. But anyway, let me just finish the Which means she's going to pick me. Um, uh, my favorite episode of Cold Case, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. It was called like Eight something. It was a time. Um, it was a, like, a, it's called Eight something, where like my character got to like go. I mean, my flashback was all about this kid I couldn't save. Mm. And the kid I couldn't save was. Um, um, Mac Wilde, who's now famous, and he had to die in my arms. Um, oh, <laughs> Tristan eight, Wilde. Eight years. You know. No. 8.03 a.m.? 8.03 a.m., that's what it is. You know, and I, yeah. got to, and, and I got to do this like flashback stuff where I got to be like a crackhead 
in undercover. That's always fun. Like an undercover crackhead, and Tristan Wilde's died in my arms, and he's mm-hmm. blood. I'm like, no, I have to solve your murder. How old was he? Ah. Tristan? Yeah. He was probably in his teen, teen years. But yeah, Michael B. Jordan on our show. Yeah. Uh, Chad Bozeman was new, on our show. Both of them were on our show. Michael B. Jordan's my new crush. Like, I can't even breathe. Oh Get my God, in line, me too. Sir. So me too. He's so but handsome. But he's so nice on top I just of that, rewatched Black Panther the other night. Oh my God. He's very, very Tim sweet. Tim Fine says falsetto. Falsettos. And I know yes. that's that's how he, Tim Fine. That's, ex- meant, that's meant exactly to say how it goes too. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and we're gonna t- we have so many things to talk to Tracy about. We got so many emails from you guys. So I'm really excited. Um, hello to our engineer Kurt. Kurt. Hi Kurt. Hi Kurt. Hey Kurt. Do you have hey, a pun for us today? Real fast, Kurt. Do you have a I, pun? He's so punny. Oh. I, I do have a pun. Um, Make it fast, Kurt. We have make to it Kurt. Uh, Kurt. Yeah. Oh well. Oh. He was very curt via email yesterday, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> um, so did you hear in the news that there was a, uh, a psychic midget that escaped prison? Oh, my God. You're not allowed to say midget. You can't midget. say that word. You can't say psychic. A person. God. Yeah. Well, yes. I'm a little person. Little yeah. person. I was on Little Women L.A., and they schooled me. Yeah, a little person, oh, right? I, there yeah. was a That's little story. person. Did you have to wear an Apple box? Little person. Or, LP. Yeah, there's a psychic LP. little person who okay. escaped prison. Good, Kurt. We we are teaching the okay. great people of Hollywood how to talk. Okay, good, Kurt. Yeah, it was how a, to be inclusive and yes, you know sensitive. Yes, be the person. ally you are. Yeah. Okay, it, it was a small medium at large. <sighs> no, Kurt, do no. not give yourself laughter. How dare you, sir? <laughs> oh God, Tracy, I'm so You're sorry. Right. I, I didn't want your experience to be like this, Kurt. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, we do love Kurt. He makes us uh, look good, sound good, um, especially in our new studio where we're still like, where's the plug? Yeah, uh, <laughs> where's the table? Yeah, literally, I want. Where's the bathroom? Ah, where's my stylist? Um, like us on Twitter and Instagram at On the Rocks on Air, Facebook On the Rocks Radio Show. Subscribe to us, like I said, on YouTube. Find us on the web, OnTheRocksRadioShow.com. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding funer- funeral. Quinceanera Briss. I don't care. I will be there. Uh, info at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com. My new national TV talk show, Glitter Bomb, is currently broadcasting to over 22 million homes. We were covered in People Magazine and one of the new must-watch uh, shows featured by New Now Next. Um, and my co-hosts and I talked to some of your favorite stars from film, TV, music, and reality TV. Tracy, season two. You are, in Glitter fact, box. doing my briss next week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to need a bigger knife. Uh, anyway, but the show is now on Facebook Watch. So all of you writing to me say, I don't have cable. I don't love cable. I hate corporate America. Now we're on Facebook Watch, so you're still contributing to corporate America. But let's take a look at our trailer for Facebook Watch for Glitter Bomb. We won't be able to hear this. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Where did it happen? Kirk, what's happening? Well, just come back to it. Technical difficulties. Oh, Kurt. Okay. Live entertainment, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, the trailer is really funny, and we look fabulous. And you can see a glimpse of some of our stars: uh, Jen Klein's from from Claws, Justina uh, Machado, uh, who we love from One Day at a Time. Uh, we have Bravo yeah, reality TV people. Anyway, Kurt, see see what you can do. We'll, we'll come back. You to know that. what it is? It's being in a new when when we change studios. It's Welcome you, you iron out the glitches. Hey, there you guys are. This is Kim's oh, okay. department here. <laughs> she tells the story. What exactly is an influencer? So if I tell you, you gotta get this, and you get it, then I'm influencing you. What is MJ, or Jen's, biggest pet peeve that drives them crazy? Oh, oh I, I gotta do that! <laughs> 
those faults on the other way around, that they're not gonna cast a transgender actor to play a character that's not transgender right now. Cheating is disgusting no matter what. <laughs> we gotta start being there for each other as opposed to, yo soy esto, tú eres este, yo soy, you know, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Once we do that, we're gonna be so powerful, it's unbelievable. Remember, Glitterati, keep calm and All right, so go to Glitter Bomb uh, LATV and you can watch our, we're doing the best of. Uh, and it, it was just a lot of fun and um, more things from I Glitter Bomb coming up. I gotta say, hosted different stages at Palm Springs Pride and I got to meet your co-hosts and they were so lovely. Like, they were really, really nice and, you know, nicer than you. Just kidding. You're the cutest though. Oh, oh my God, how sweet. You're welcome. Um, yes. But they're, they're really good guys. They're and wonderful people. Your rapport and your camaraderie is really good. I really enjoy that show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny because uh, it's just funny how we are you know, when you're in production meetings and you're like, and whatever. So it's funny how we appear on. We have very different personalities and... Um, but they work well thank together. You. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Sure. It's like snap, crapple, and pop. Crapple? <laughs> crapple. I meant crapple. Yeah. Okay. Figure out which one is crapple. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Want to join On the Rocks on the Road? Next week I am MC for YouTube couple Zach and Evan's wedding in Palm Springs at the Ace Hotel. I'll be hosting their shenanigans from Wednesday to Friday in Palm Springs. If you're in the area, drop our Facebook a line and come see where we're having fun. Also, Wednesday, February 6th, I'm guest judge for Spotlight, which is the drag competition in Palm Springs at Hunter's at 8.30 p.m. Um, I get to be Ross Matthews. Um, only funny. Uh, I'm doing a lot in Palm Springs lately. I like Ross Matthews. We all love Ross Matthews. I like Palm Springs. Same. I feel like we I feel like we all need like two dollars and seventy five or two seventy five for like a well drink at Hunters at ten thirty AM. Get it, Hunters. Oh, Hunters is killing it. Cheers, Hunters. And Palm Springs, Palm Springs has been very good to us. Palm Springs has been very, very good to us. And I I mean, luckily we get to work there together mm -hmm. and it's it's always a fun time when Tracy came out to Palm Springs Pride. Her first Pride this last year. Her first Pride. I don't so know why good. it was my first Pride. And it was so, it's so fun. weird. You're going to be like main yeah. stage Next year she's performer. main stage. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Next year she's like main stage. The, the highlight. I have to tell you guys, it was like Inception because we went to a bar where they play uh, like sing-along music videos. And here we are. <laughs> what pops up? Tracy Tom's in Rent <laughs> with <laughs> Tracy Tom's at <laughs> the bar. <laughs> and then she's in front of the screen <laughs> like, hi, here I am. And they're like, the gays were so drunk. They were like, what's happening? They we didn't like, even what? know what to... Yeah. What? yeah. What? But then they were like, what? 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 Yeah. Oh! Yeah. 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 I mean, that was crazy. And we the lesbians were like, yes! And our picture on Instagram that we have is us, and then it's you in the screen back. It was like, Inception! So good. I did. It was probably the it gayest was. picture I've ever taken in my it was probably life. It was one of the gayest pictures I've ever <laughs> yeah, taken. Same, girl. <laughs> With the two of us. And, and I love it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Let me formally introduce my co-host for the night. Polly David is uh, one part of Polly and Monks, the husband duo that conducts celebrity interviews, family-friendly onstage appearances for LGBT events in the nation. Family-friendly? What yeah. are you doing on this show? I know. Well, you've taken like, I mean, you've always been doing it, but you've kind of like taken the other part of our job. I do the after dark. You it's do like the after Polly and Monks, stuff. And all the families are still there and I come on stage I'm like what up bitches and yeah. they're like Whoa. yeah but it's fun because we get to see each other and work together because yes. as it was we get to drink backstage we get to drink backstage but as it was before we would always be on separate stages we yeah. would always be mm -hmm. or we would we would host something one year you'd host it the next year we would always be doing the same things and now that we've oh there are some of the people that we've there's Dan Levy from Shits Creek you oh guys my God, I have the biggest crush I'm obsessed on him. with him and there's Kristen Chenoweth and Marsha Gay Who? Harden I love Marsha <laughs> <laughs> small name small name Who? but now we're doing the <laughs> who? Oh, there's Michelle Visage, who I adore, by the way, from RuPaul's Drive. I adore her. Um, I wouldn't want to share a bathroom with her, though. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a lot of cosmetics. Yeah. 
It's a lot yeah. of cosmetics, girl. And I feel like she's doing mantras and she's like yes. doing that. Like, Her vegan the stuff. self-help tapes that she's listening to. <gasps> There's Ryan Jamal Swain from Pose, you guys. Oh, I love him. Pose. So I miss that. Glitterbomb was there on the red carpet when mm-hmm. they were at Outfest. Is he as beautiful as he as he appears to he be? He looks like up-close Photoshop like a for starters. I was like, I'm always like, when I see people, I'm always like trying to clock their makeup. Yeah. I don't even know if he was wearing makeup. Oh, God. Like, it, he's beautiful and, he, and also... So sweet, love like him. so yeah. nice. I love him so much, and I love Pose. And he's somebody that has stayed humble, even though Pose has blown it out of the water. Humble. Oh, special uh, snaps to Billy Porter's Billy tape. Porter, my love. I think it was Variety or Vogue wrote a whole article about how he tore up every Golden Globe party with his outfit. Yeah, I think yeah, it was that yellow times. one was amazing too. Yeah, I think it was. It was. And you know what I loved about the Golden Globes, the fashion men. Straight, gay didn't matter. They're not uh, so afraid now to be a little bit more. And I hate to use the word feminine. Um, with their fashion. Well, yeah, that we usually it was a black florals, suit. Right? Yeah, and Idris Elba velvet, had that colors. lovely green. Yes, three and Darren Chris. And Darren and his floral, yeah. Yes. I feel like people at the Golden Globes, like I, I, I like when they take risks. I like when they do something kind of out of the box because Golden Globes, like Tracy was saying earlier, it's an edgy thing. So this is your time to take a risk. Billy Porter, uh, on, Lady Kate. Gaga, Lucy Liu, also, I thought, kind of killed okay. it. Like uh, Julia Roberts? Feel? Julia. Oh, yeah, but Julia Roberts, Julia she could Roberts? go shopping in sweatpants and be like, that's a good look, girl. No, that's, but I felt like she looked. Especially. No, but she looked dinner party, cocktail, Julia, age appropriate, like fucking. It was gorgeous. But Lucy gorgeous. Liu, when she came up on stage, I'm like, oh, did they let her go at her shift at Subway? No, like, me what too. And then it pulled, and, but then it pulled away, and I was like, oh, yes. Oh. It, yeah. And here's the thing it's like, if you. Like it's your time weird, to do but when that. I, when I gave, but when I, I, I guess back. she still has a show on TV? Yes, well, yeah, elementary. elementary. Oh, I didn't know that was still on. And yeah. her voice has become like Brenda Vaccaro all of a sudden. Yes. She's like, I'm Lucy Liu. Yeah, I she's like it. lovely. I, I happened to visit set of uh, of uh, Luke Cage, and she was directing an episode of Luke Cage. That must year. have been really interesting to watch. It was fan, it was, it, she's fantastic. Well, that's good to As know. a director, yeah. yeah. Some people have very definite things to say about Miss Lucy Liu. Yeah, but she was wonderful on God. set. I was just I watching. That. And she was, she knew exactly what she wanted, and she knew how to convey it very succinctly to her actors. And it was just, it was just glorious. To That's watch a pleasure. Someone to work step with a into a different, like um, a different, you know, area than you think of them as. And I'm sorry, Lucy Lou, for my Lucy Lou joke. No, it's it's okay. I mean, she can take a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, Polly and Monks, uh, like I said, have appeared at Out of the Fair in San Diego, New Mexico, and we have more stops this year more that stops are coming this up. Year. Um, and of course, their podcast, Polly and Monks. Um, also, check out Polly's uh, uh, Ina Garten uh, parody videos. Yeah, they're coming out soon. I shot yeah. them like six months the ago. Thanks. Like she's my favorite barefoot contessa. We shot them about six months ago. People are. It's obsessed. a three camera thing. And it's like a whole thing. And I did I did about so like nine. people are obsessed, you said? Yeah. yeah. People are obsessed with, with Ina Garten. Yeah. Even though she's so weird, she cooks for her gay husband that only comes home to like change his clothes and take a shower. Oh, she's pretentious and like insane. But her recipes are, it's all I cook. It's all I bring to people's houses. Really? So good. And I went to her Q&A like in this big theater a month ago. And it was, was it in OC? It was in OC, Sigurdstrom. Yes. It was everything you wanted it to be. But you know, she said no to that kid from Make a Wish Foundation. Mm. I know. She said I, she was busy. And then she ended Bitch, up doing you it. You can't even put on shoes. Like, she ended up doing it, though. Out of guilt. I know. I don't know. I mean, if somebody, if a kid asks you to do something, you do it. I just want her to, I hope she learned. Oh, God. Anyway, I hope your parody video covers that. When Thanks. are you going to release them? Uh, probably in about a month. 
Have you seen any of it? No. no. She just you guys have only seen right now. You've only seen photos of me as yeah, her. Yeah, pretty damn good by the it's way. Pretty he good. Won't show me. It's pretty good. I'll show you, mm. girl. I'll show you. You know I'll show you. Um, one of the questions I have: working with your husband because mm-hmm. you guys live together. You guys have your your fingers in, in, in different businesses. You guys do a podcast. Mm. You do live appearances. People I date, I can't work with because you know, in entertainment, we have you know, we have we have ego. Whether you're an egotistical person or not, there's always that level. There's creative differences, but then when you have to live with them and sleep with them and all of that, right. how do you do it? Well, I think like you have to have a balance. We definitely have our own lives, and we don't work together as much as you would think. I know that it kind of seems that way on social media, but our live appearances are pretty much it right now. We did take a break from from a radio show, and we're yeah. going back. Um, developmentally, it's a lot sometimes, but if we somehow make it happen and we don't share a bed because we have separate schedules, he wakes up that very... That is such an honest answer. I don't think I've ever had anybody yeah. that honest about their... I would have the best relationship if I don't have to share a bed. Yeah. I like to stretch and people snore and, you know, you sometimes you totally. just need that alone time. And we're lucky That's enough to be able to... We travel a lot, so we definitely share a bed when we travel, but at home we don't. We have separate schedules. He wakes up very early. I'm going to bed, like, when he's getting up, so... That's interesting. Yeah. I wish more Sometimes couples were we honest about that and say, this works for us. You know, you don't you don't have to be in each other's face all the time. Uh, Chicken Nipples says, thank you to Tracy for being so authentic Chicken and Nipples! She met you a few times Chicken at Rockwell, nipples. and you have always treated your fans. Um, and when I met you, half blitz out of my mind at Palm Springs Pride, you were so gracious. You were gracious to all the people bumping you around and drinks flying everywhere. Uh, you were amazing. Uh, Chicken Nipples wants you to sing something a little bit later, uh, maybe after some more tequila. Nico Freeman loves Tracy's work and activism. Looking forward to Are You Sleeping and Keep Speaking Your Truth. Thank you. Snaps, girl. Come I want to tell you guys, yeah. like, and Tracy, thanks, Wendy. Tracy is an advocate for justice. Not only that, she puts, and I've said this on stage, I've said this before, she puts the A in, L- in LGBTQIA. Like, she 100% does. This woman right here, I don't want to cry, but like I've known her for, <laughs> I have tequila, but I've known her for a long time, but she walks the walk, you guys. She puts the ass. She puts the ass. But she walks no. the walk. It's well, not just talk. It's not oh. just Twitter. It's not just that. I can't wait for, when you win your Golden Globe, that's going to be an acceptance speech that's going to go viral because it's going to be real. Damn it's right. From the heart. Well, I don't know. Let me ask you this. This is a real, yeah. this is a real ass Girl. question, gay yes. people. Yes. <laughs> I can't do it. We are going to clip that, by the way. She always tries to like teach me. And can't. So, um, it's a Baltimore thing. No. Okay. I can't even snap my gum, though. I try to do it like Alyssa Edwards, but... Okay. It's punctuation. She's trying to say like something okay. so like, gondi I know, prophetic. Yeah. LGBTQIA, right? Mm-hmm. Is the A ally or is the A asexual? It's ally. Okay, because sure I was told by... Another member in the queer community that was like, "You're wrong. The A is asexual." I've always heard. It I've as always ally. thought it was ally as well. I thought well. it was asexual too. T- but you, you think did. it's asexual? Yeah. I've See, never heard asexual. You guys are divided too. Nobody knows what the what well, the letters stand like, for. It's like Campbell's alphabet soup. It's like let's see what sticks. To well, the I is intersex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so like, it could be both. Why should we it just could be all ally be and a queer community that's all encompassing? Some people come to the community. Some people decide not to stay in the community. Yeah, you know, you know I take my allyship very, very seriously, but I don't want to insert myself into the alphabet right. if I'm not supposed to be there. I think it's LGBTQIATT. T now T-T. I know my gay ABCs. Gay ABCs. Gay ABCs. The new podcast with Alexandra, Tracy, and <laughs> okay, so Polly, so many people asked us, like, how Her did you get... brought it up. Oh. Whatever. Asexual. Asexual or, or ally. Mm, 
Okay. Oh. Why don't they say A squared? Kurt, you are on top of it today. Kurt. You must love our new studio. I love yeah. straight people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love straight people. I we want to get to the bottom yeah. of it. Um, so, so many people said, how did you get Tracy on your show? What a great way to come back from winter break. And I couldn't agree more. Um, and you'll notice that uh, the show is very intimate tonight, which, which I love this feeling in the room. People ask, how did you get Tracy on the show? And I said, it's all Polly. How did you meet Tracy? And I know that there's a story that involves show, entertainment, yeah. and friendship. I used to do a show called The Fruit Salad Show. which He's was still one. on my phone as Polly Fruit Salad, by the way. <laughs> I, a few I people. I think he's on a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. I know his last name is David, but I won't change it from Polly Fruit, Fruit Salad. Salad. So I did this show for a long time, and it somehow became Broadway-themed. I wasn't even like a theater queen at the time. And... Um, and then I started interviewing legends and stuff, and I was on. I went to Broadway to visit my friend Eden Espinosa, who's you know love her, yep. yeah, honey bear. And she was about to do the final cast of Rent with Tracy. Eden was already in it. Tracy was going to be in it, mm-hmm. right. and you happened to be there that night. And was I had it already a bar right in the basement. It was a bar in the basement, yeah. yeah but I had already clearly. interviewed you over the phone, oh, the phone, over the phone, and then that was the first time we met in person. And from that was ten years ago. Jesus. Jesus. It was. It was before uh, I went into the show. I was in rehearsal. It was right before you went in, because I never saw you on stage in the show. Yeah. Um, and we went, we met. Um, it's on DVD? Yeah, it is. It is on oh, DVD. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the day we met. And the rest and, is uh, And then I came back to LA, and he asked me out on a date. I think we went that's on a so date. cute. To see um, Grease 2. Oh, yeah, at the, the, at the Ford Amphitheater. It was part of Outfest. Do you have a good date? It was part I'm of sorry, Outfest. Tracy. Uh, Grease 2 is one of my favorite Grease movies Grease 2 is one of our favorite. What a great Fight day. your tongue, yeah. um, sir. That's the best date she's What's, ever been on, and me. What do you like about Grease 2? Like, it's fun. The camp. It's ridiculous. Adrian Zemet. I used to have the biggest crush Adrian on Zemet. Yeah, Zemet. Yeah, but Maxwell I thought Caulfield Maxwell Caulfield was hotter. Was my dude. And Michelle Pfeiffer. And Michelle Pfeiffer, of course. Pfeiffer. And Rhonda. understand that we were that age. We were of... Like Greece, the actual Greece. Uh, it's like right I, before I, our time. I was it was right before our time, but also I remember being very disappointed every time Greece came on because the opening credits of Greece is a cartoon, but the movie's not a cartoon. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. I could see so I remember be being like, very disappointed. Like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> Do you know that they filmed that at Palm Springs High School, by the way? Really? The, Greece all, two all or Greece? Outside, uh, Greece, all of the outside. Right, El High, beat the Cavaliers. Yeah, it was kind of like too sophisticated for me. Yeah. The original Greece was. Almost too sophisticated for me at the time. And it was Here, a time period we didn't of course, really like. I of course I recognize that Greece is the superior movie to Greece too. I mean, I, I, I mean, just for on, on a filmmaking basis, on a filmmaking and, level, and storytelling. Yes. But Greece, <laughs> storytelling and but Greece too spoke so. right to my like eleven okay. year old soul, and, from a okay. fun and I could totally that. get it and understand everything, you know. But even still, I have questions about the whole lesson of Greece. Both of them, it's like just change yourself for the person. That's exactly everybody says. It's I like have at the issues end of it's like with become it. a slut and then you'll be liked. And you'll yeah, because guy. he didn't continue to wear his leather jacket. I mean, letter jacket, letterman no. jacket. He, no. he took that and you crap know, off. Like Are we the, a clean show? We can be whatever show you want it to be. Okay, great. Because yeah. I cuss a lot. Yeah. But here's the thing: is like if there was an actual sequel, they would have moved into a studio apartment. She would have gotten pregnant. He would have had an affair, gone off, and she would have been a single mom. But it was that Greece. would have been Greece too. But it, yeah. she was hopelessly devoted to him. <sighs> Whatever. And Greece too. Now here's we've how, learned: only be hopelessly devoted to yourself. Here's how gay I was as a little kid. I was so as in love. As a little kid, it didn't stop. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's. But it started then. I was so in love with Olivia Newton-John that I would not. My, I would did not want to see Greece too. I told my my mom I would not go it see heresy. it because of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I heresy. couldn't see it. She wasn't in it and uh, then it fell in love with it Denise says hello from Palm Springs Pride hi Denise Denise Raul Rodriguez Landeros great middle name yes. by the way it says asexual we learned it's asexual or, or allied, allied. Mm-hmm. and it's, it's allied allied yeah. allied not the movie because that was awful how do you get two sexy people in Hollywood which is Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard 
What are you Allied, talking about? Allied the movie. Yeah, I've no one saw that movie. It. No, it was it was awful. Oh, I've um, heard of the, the truck line. What? There's like a like moving truck, right? Allied? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Allied moving trucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get the show on the road. Uh, Tracy Toms has a wide-ranging, successful career <laughs> in film, television, theater. Uh, super busy. Busy, busy, busy. I thought I knew you until I actually did research, and I was like, wow. Um, and because it is, you are a chameleon uh, on stage uh, and in film. Tracy has reoccurred, is reoccurring in the five series at once, the first on Hulu, 9-11 uh, on Fox, NBC's Gone, Lifetime's Unreal, Judd Apatow's Love on Netflix. She starred in the highly acclaimed Broadway production of Falsettos. Um, also the Lifetime movie, The Real MVP, The Wanda Pratt Story. Do we also know? had a viewing party of that at her house. Why am I not invited <laughs> to these viewing parties? We didn't know you then. Now you didn't know you then. Matter. There's no excuse. You and I were working separate stages at that time. Mm. We were like, oh, who's that? Oh, there he is again. Hmm. I'm like, I need to meet that cutie. <laughs> um, in 2000, oh, how sweet. I am singing in that photo. Yeah. I'm just going for it. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> in 2015, Tracy and Oscar nominee John Hawks closed their run in the world premiere of David Auburn's Lost Lake at Manhattan Theater Club, which received so many accolades uh, from critics. You could just read Variety. You could read any, any anybody read who any reviewed the show. Um, and as a two-person show, I, we're going to talk about it because I can't even imagine what that rehearsal process was like. Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> Tracy realized <laughs> oh, a long-held nice. dream when she starred as Joanne in the final weeks of the historic run of the iconic <sighs> musical Rent. She played the same key role in Sony's film of Rent opposite Rosario Dawson and, of course, Hedina Menzel. Uh, she was seen opposite Zobel uh, and Dawson. Zoe. Zoe. Tresario Love. Zoe, Zoe Bell, and Rosario, and Dawson, uh, and Kurt Russell, and and yes, and and yes, and opposite Bruce Willis and <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. In Looper, Denzel Washington <laughs> in Safe House. We need to talk about Denzel Washington not having any respect for anybody else at those award shows. He sat there bored. He was reading while the things were happening, and his son is picking up on his bad habits. By the way, when he didn't win, he was like, whatever. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, you need to talk about that. Yeah. Tracy starred with Kurt Russell and Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse, Death Proof, and opposite, of course, Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada, uh, was featured in Columbia's remake of Annie with Jamie Foxx. She starred in Broadway <laughs> <laughs> opposite Mackay Pfeiffer in Stick Fly, opposite Alfred Woodard uh, in Drowning Crow. She was a leading acclaimed The Exonerated at the Culture Project oh of Broadway. I'm she's fucking exhausted. A, <laughs> hello. And she's, and she's like... And she's—I—I I, I can't even imagine what more you're gonna—you're gonna have for us. How, how do we ever hang out? <laughs> yeah, this is why I, I'm, I'm always canceling. You know why? I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because we hang out from like midnight, midnight. to five a.m. Yeah, yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys! I love that so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna crash one of these parties. Yeah, you're always welcome. Uh, Tracy was a series regular on CBS's Cold Case, uh, starred for Fox in the series Wonderfalls, recurred on Harry's Law, which was such a great show. Why? Why? Uh, and guest starred on Veep, Person of Interest, Suits, The Shield, The Good Wife, The Mindy Project, Criminal Minds, and Wisdom of the Crowd. Please welcome Tracy Tom. Yes. That was a lot. And a partridge and a pear no, And I even had to pare that down. I know, you yeah. cut yeah. things there's out. So yeah, much. there's more. There's so much uh, from the on-the-record shows uh, oh, to, so to so much. And, and so uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Acting was in your blood at a super young age. You started acting like at nine. Yeah. Um, and then you went to Juilliard after getting after getting your degree. And you're like, oh, well, that's... I'll, I'll get my second degree. Yeah, Juilliard yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's what people do. I want to know about your audition for Juilliard. I auditioned for Juilliard and they wanted me to do some weird improv mm -hmm. group animal thing. And I was like, can I go to the bathroom? And I obviously I didn't. It's like it flash anyway. dance. Did you run away? 
I, I was so like, this is not, I don't do this. That was his flash dance moment, like when she's in her like it was so um, awful, welding gear and then she leaves because they're all like ballet dancers. That was oh, Alexander. My, but my mom had driven me all the way up from San Francisco to audition for Juilliard because I auditioned for Tisch School of the Arts at the same time. So you were done after the animal work. I didn't even do it. I was like, because all these other kids were like, and I was like, I'm laughing. And yeah, I'm like, but no, but uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, like. I was also, but uh, okay. Let me just yeah. Tell me what you're. Let me just be like. be really as succinct as I can. Um, when I started acting at nine, it wasn't like I was acting professional. I just took an acting class at nine um, because I used to be obsessed with Junior Star Search. Yes. That's what inspired That's what inspired me. Yeah, Junior Star Search. For some reason, wow. I was an only child at the time. My little brother is came along after that. Um, Who Austin, we love. Shout out to Austin. We always hang out um, with him too. He lives with me. It's very fun. Um, <laughs> we're, thir- we're 13 years apart. He is He's a DJ. Singlish. He's single. He's a DJ. He's a DJ. He's awesome. Sorry, oh, that's a story about that. Story. Anyway. Clip that. That's a new single. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll sing the whole version for you later. Uh, yeah, after like I need another one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I started taking acting class at nine um, because my family, my, both of my parents went to, uh, went to college. My mother went to grad school. So it, was, it never... Um, in my household, it never dawned on me that I could do a thing without learning how to do it. Um, so it, it was never like, just get up beat. I'm like, I have to go to class. I'd already been like dance class and I wasn't very good at it. Um, but I really wouldn't be on Junior Star Search for some reason. I was a shy kid, shockingly. Um, but uh, Do you think the acting lies. class helped you? Yeah, for sure. With your confidence? Yeah, I, but I knew I liked it. I knew yeah. I was like, I could do that because me and my friends played make believe all the time. So it and was like in, in your blood. Yeah, well, I don't think you were shy at home because I see some of those pictures from your house. Like some of those pictures, you're this a performer is true. at this heart. This is true. But I, I think like, yeah. with kids and what you know, peers. Well, and yeah, stuff, yeah. And in school, I was very shy. But at home, I was like, want to see my room? Come to my room. Let me show you my toys. You know, I was that <laughs> annoying kid like, dragging people to my room. Let me show you my toys, but don't play with them, or you're playing with them wrong. That's what kind of exactly kid I was. you're playing yeah. it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I had lots of toys because my parents. Um, are awesome. They're awesome, A, and B, they didn't want to have to entertain me all the time. So mm-hmm. they would buy me things so I could play with myself. So I had a very active imagination because I had to play alone yep. a lot yep. as a kid. So um, I just kind of made that discovery. I feel like I'm in therapy right now. I, w- I was a single, uh, uh, I was <laughs> yeah. a, a, a single child, um, and I didn't get along with kids, and we were in a neighborhood where the kids were like, you had to like drive to go there. There weren't kids like running around. And so I had that. My creativity was playing with my Legos and my Star Wars toys was creating these stories. Yeah. And that's, that's where yeah, I Yeah, and I had friends who I lived uh, near. Like one of my best friends from childhood, her name was Jessica Williams. It was Jessica Mickens at the time. She was very good at pretending. And I remember I was very jealous of her. She was very good at it. She could do like a baby cry really well. She would get very involved. And I was always kind of self-conscious about it when we played and stuff like that. But she could really immerse herself into it. And I remember being jealous of her like acting ability when we were like seven. Because she was so good at playing. Yeah. Um, And I would kind of study her and watch her and how she would just uh, throw herself into these games we played. And so she was like my first acting teacher. And she didn't even know it. Thanks, Jessica. Um, but then I started taking acting class, um, and it was just kind of something to do. I didn't think I would be a professional actor. I, d- I wasn't like a kid actor, you know. But also my father uh, used to work at uh, Maryland Public Television, then he moved to PBS. He was the Discovery. senior vice president of, uh, of programming at PBS. He went to Discovery, went yep, back to yep. PBS. So I always grew up around the arts. I don't remember my first play. Uh, seeing my first play, I've always gone to plays. I've always been, um, we've always been patron of the arts. My dad sits on the board at Center Stage in Baltimore now, um, so it's always been a part of my life, the arts. So, uh, but I still didn't think I would do it for a living. I thought at most I 
would be working at a TV station or something, maybe, and follow my father's footsteps. But then I went to um, another youth theater. I started going taking class. went to Arena Players Youth Theater in Baltimore, which is like the oldest black um, community theater in the country. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And I was there for years, and then I went to School for the Arts um, for high school, even though I went to a regular high school first. I went to Western High School in Baltimore, and then I hated it, and then I transferred to School for the Arts and loved that, and then... I went to Howard University, HU, mm-hmm. um, as a, t- a radio TV film major and communications major because I still didn't think I could be an actor for real. No one looked like me unless I was a, Co- a Cosby kid maybe, but I was like too old for that at this point. Um, but I went and I minored in theater and I had a 4.0 GPA as a co- as a communications major, but I was miserable. And my father finally was like, you don't like what you're doing. You're not a filmmaker. That's not how you see the world. You're an actor. Why don't you just go and transfer to fine arts and be an actor? Uh, that's a good parent, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I transferred, got my first B. <laughs> <laughs> I acting. bet you fought that How B did you feel too. about I that? I bet you went into the teacher I did. like, here's how this going to go. I did. He gave me that B because I was like, how do I get an A? He was like, ha ha, watch this. B. You know, and the next semester he gave me an A. He just was proving a point to yeah. not try to be right all the time. And I get it. Yeah. I still graduated summa cum laude like a nerd. But even when I was at Howard, I was constantly doing shows around town and like Toby's Dinner Theater, Dr. Toby's Dinner Theater, um, the Source Theater in D.C. And, and then I, uh, um, between my junior and senior years at Howard, I studied Shakespeare at Oxford at the British American Drama Academy. Um, and the head of that department was also the head of Juilliard, and he, Michael Kahn, he said, audition for Juilliard, you know? So I went to that audition, I'd do all the animal work, and I was like, this is ridiculous, just like you, but I did it, but I was, but I did it with like a side eye, (laughs) but because I had been in in theater school for so long, you know, um, I mean, Baltimore School for the Arts, I'd done all that stuff, so I'm like, oh, I can't get what this is, so whatever, you know, and then a lot of kids were just trying to be loud, you know, trying to be seen. That's the thing. You can see them like, like, all right, be an animal. And I'm like, you're just trying to get yeah. attention. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be over here and be like my little quiet lion over here. <laughs> Whatever. Let's get through this part. <laughs> you know, and then I did my little stuff and did my monologue, did my other monologue. They asked to sing a song. I sang a song. Then did the callbacks and they called two of us back. There's a whole list and yeah. two people. Her and there. Meryl Streep. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> And you asked about the audition process. So I did that, and then I came back, and you had to do um, your monologues and stuff again in front of the whole faculty. And then they called you back again for these interviews in the office. And by this point, it's dark out. It's nighttime. And they give you a cold thing, a cold read that makes no sense. It has no punctuation and stuff. You try to make sense of it on the spot. Like, they hand it to you. Here, read this. Uh, Something about clocks. clocks Eugene's watching us. Hi, Eugene. Hey, Eugene. Um... So I did all that, and then you wait. But that same weekend, I auditioned for NYU, um, and then like a week, two weeks later, I auditioned for Yale. I got waitlisted for NYU, and then did not get here from Yale ever again. But then I got into Juilliard. And it's funny you mentioned. So then about I had to go. Yeah, underachiever. <laughs> I have no ambition. <laughs> no ambition. Sip. Um, but you can see how it, it's 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 like th- this was what your your destiny was, and it's funny that you mentioned about being loud because my question is, studying there, part of it you really want to make a splash for yourself, hearing all the names that have come from Juilliard. It's like how do I get noticed? But you also have to focus on your craft. You have to focus on how you are different from everybody else and what you are different, uh, what different quality you're going to bring to the industry. Well, that I don't must know about that. Playing with your mind. Actually, I don't know about that. I think you probably have to focus on just who you are and what you're how you express yourself. If you focus on being different, 
then everything things become disingenuous. It becomes like external, right? Did so you, you're like, I'm gonna do this with a hop though, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to be different. I'm like, don't, yeah, and, and that's what you I mean. I are think your kids, own human, and you can only come from your from your own humanity. So that's gonna make you unique no matter what, because you are your own person. Did you have to write an entrance thing for for um, for Juilliard? I did. What was that about? <laughs> I need to know. God, I wish well, we explain, had that explain what it is, because the only reason I know about it is Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. Our, Why would you, you read that up? You guys know Ryan. <laughs> I love it. You guys know Ryan O'Connor, right? Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. Okay. He's, so he's, he's, he's been okay, so Ryan on his old show Lady Watch yeah. talked about how he did an entrance. I guess it's like an entrance, like it's not an exam. It's like a you have to write a document or something. I don't I'm I'm losing. You have the word. to write about and I had to do this for Howard and uh, and Juilliard Howard uh, when I was trying to get into the theater department when I finally uh, got into it but and that's what it is and he wrote about Helen Hunt you had to write about <laughs> an artist that you admired and why like an actor that you admired yeah, and why yeah. and, I, and I wrote about Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> Tracy I think we were separated at birth <laughs> what, did you say? what did you say about him can you imagine their eyes when they were like okay you can't even imagine how happy I am that I asked that question because I do not know this <laughs> Tell me everything. Well, the reason why <laughs> it's so bizarre. I'm in love with you. The right reason now. why. <laughs> what you wrote. Do you have this still? No. Oh, they Mr. It. and Mrs. They Toms. Have it framed in the no. faculty room. They're like, everybody remember when this happened? No, Mr. and Mrs. Toms I, have it, and I'm going to Baltimore <laughs> tomorrow to retrieve it. <laughs> no, okay, so what happened was um, I had just been to Oxford to study Shakespeare. We'd just done this big thing on Romeo and Juliet, and then Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet came out, yep. and the fact that it was so um, kind of deconstructed and flipped in a way that I, none of us had ever seen it before. Right. I was very moved by it, and I was very moved by his passion. Of course, you watch it later, you're like, I don't know if anybody knows what they're saying, really. Uh, the verse is all out of control. There's yeah, I'm a contaminator, be damned, you know, whatever. But, but we saw that guttural emotion. Yes, it was that. Too. It yeah. was that, and I always, I've always been a heady actor. I've always been yeah. like a, I could think my way through things, I'm very logical, but the raw emotion of things has been like a very difficult journey for me. Um, so I was so in awe uh, with him for that ability to be able to bring that kind of visceral, raw emotion to the text. Um, so I was I was very moved by it. She so. lying. She wrote about growing pains. <laughs> Holly, how dare you? But I have to say, like you must have grown out of that because I'll do reads with her sometimes. Like when she's going on an audition, we'll we'll read um, we'll read together. You know, we'll read sides together. So like and two weeks ago, I had to do one. I had to like yeah, that was like two weeks, but we've done it a few times. Yeah. And you're always, I don't know how you do it. Like you tap into it. And it's its its really like, um, I just said that, you know, our friend Eugene is watching and I watched her and him do it. And he's a phenomenal actor as well. And just watching them do it together, it was like a master class. And I was just sitting there like, what? It was really incredible. So I don't, are you still heady? Are you still in your I'm head? I'm still very it? heady, but... um. But I had to learn. I had to, that's just something you have to learn. Yeah, to, from Leonardo um, DiCaprio, apparently. Exactly from Leonardo DiCaprio. He's really good. His I just watched, goes from like I just watched the beach over and over again. <laughs> I love the beach. They're doing a reboot of the beach, by the way. <laughs> but Tracy, I saw uh, Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann's. I saw it twenty-one times in the movie theaters because I was so just like I was so transfixed. Yeah, I saw it three times in one day. I was going to Chapman University, yeah. and I went down to the theater. Yeah, I saw it. it's, it's amazing it's, in that movie. You know, from from everything that we can criticize about that movie, and sure we can, well, we can. Uh, us purists who With study time Shakespeare. You can do that to anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, after studying and, and knowing more about Shakespeare, I can go back and, and pick it apart a bit. Um, 
but it was uh, unlike anything we'd ever seen before, and it was accessible and made Shakespeare made so accessible. Yeah. Um, you know, because we've been watching the old one, the right? Ones. Which weren't it, yeah. those didn't which cater is still to gorgeous. us. I mean, it's gorgeous. They're I mean, gorgeous, but they didn't speak to us. But it wasn't contemporary. They didn't speak to us. I we, still have uh, the original Leonardo DiCaprio issues of Details, Vogue. I still I was obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio. So when you said that, like, I, I what's your obsession it. level now? It's pretty high because he's yeah, a good he's actor. Great. He has he has transpired from that. He's also know, a super. St- he's a he's a superstar. Like he's a movie star. And he's a movie star. He's he an activist as well. But also, like he walks into a room and he sucks the air out yeah. of it. Yeah. And he doesn't do has he doesn't have to do anything to do that. There's no. a couple of people who, who who have that power. It's kind of like do it. Yeah. when we were talking about the Golden Globes earlier. Like Julia Roberts, she's a fucking oh. movie star. You see her on the red carpet. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's a movie star. Angelina Jolie is a movie star. Yeah. Viola Davis is a movie star. They walk right. into this room and they captivate you. And they take your energy in the best way possible. And even, if you're, s- even if you're not a fan, even if you're not, even if you're not a fan of them that you're aware of. But That's I think really you, point. it just you're like, <gasps> yeah. you're like you get caught. Yeah, you know, yeah. George Clooney did that to me once, where all of a sudden you're it like, catches you off guard. Yeah, he looked me in the face once, and like time stopped. And I love George Clooney as much as the, the next person, but I'm not like writing an essay about George no. Clooney. You know, yeah. Um, There's but, a difference sometimes. I'm not a fan yeah. of his acting style, but I'm a fan of his Hollywood. Yeah, and also his charm, his on-screen charm and charisma. You cannot teach that. The, yeah. You can't teach charisma, and there's an aura about these people. I, 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 I mean, I think Tracy has that. I think you walk You're in. You're very nice. Well, I also know you, but I've also yeah, seen you really in various pla- in various spaces with people that don't know you. I and I think it comes across on the screen as well. But like for instance, when I introduced you to Alexander, I mean, there's there's something. Like transcendent, right? There's just something that you some know people you're have in the presence of right of yes, talent and, of and like greatness, mm-hmm. and there's some really positive energy. Yeah, oh, they do. Uh, Nico asks uh, Tracy, uh, "Do you have any projects in the city planned?" He enjoyed the Antigone interpretation he saw at UMD. Oh, this um, is in Baltimore. Okay. He says we really need some more powerful stories in Baltimore. Nico, were you at the show? I guess you were at the show. Um, um, oh, and then calm down. Oh, that's from my mom to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, calm down. She's Leonardo. talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. No, no. Um, I don't have any plans right now, um, any concrete plans to come back and do something in Baltimore, but I know I will. Uh, we've been talking about doing a show at Everyman or at Center Stage. I'm just trying to figure out the timing and everything about that, but thank you. I feel like yeah. you inevitably end up there. Well, I Once do, but, while, I, yeah. but I did a show last year. I did the show called Red Rabbit, yeah. uh, White Rabbit, Red Rabbit at Center Stage, where it's a play where it's a cold reading. Oh. The whole play is a cold reading. They give you the script on stage. Oh, I love that. They give you a prop, oh, they give you a prop and, a, and, a, and, a, and there's a, a set. See, I'd love theater like now, that. That I can get down with. Yeah, you walk on a set and they're like, okay, so yeah. here's the script. And they hand it to you and that. you have to do the whole, it's a one-woman show or one-man show. Yeah. You have to do the whole show. For and I can't talk about it. And once you do it, you yeah. cannot talk about it. Once you see it, you cannot talk about it. It's that's like fun. That's it's fun. like it's Fight Club. club. It's, the, it's the Fight Club for theater. I love that. A Brad Pitt movie, movie you did see. Yeah. Is that <laughs> is that the same thing you did? No. Was that thirty minute musicals you did with Rachel Dratch that time? Yeah, but is those that are the same those 20, No, that's we actually have a picture of you from twenty four hour it was plays. The 24 hour, that's the twenty four uh, hour musicals right there. There's Cheyenne. The ones, yeah. Yeah, but we have a picture of you and, and Rachel. Um, Tracy, there's a quote that, that you that you gave uh, when you went to acting school at Juilliard. Uh, you said, we learned Shakespeare and Shaw, but we never did the work of a single African-American playwright, not August Wilson, um, or e- even any of, of the Asian playwrights as well. And I love this quote. Do you think, do you think 
what is being taught and studied in school is changing because yes. of what's happening? Uh, at, at Juilliard, for sure. Because our class was, uh, I was, we were group 30. And my class was a very dynamic class. I, I was in the class not because of me, but Lee Pace was in my class. Anthony Mackey was in my class. Um, uh, Brian Cogman, who was one of the EPs on Game of Thrones, wow. was in my class. We changed the school um, because of because of just the timing and it was the late 90s and we just kind of rail, railed against a lot of the uh, status quo that, that had been in place for a long time. So now they do, they do black shows there um, um, and, other, and plays by other playwrights. I think maybe it, there was, we would work on things in class. Right. Um, we had a uh, class called Approaching the Play, which was like the minutia of, of yeah. play analysis. Um, and we worked on Raising the Sun in that class, you know, and we did... Um, some other shows like we did a James Baldwin blues from Mr. Charlie and my end of my first year or second year so we worked on it kind of like in class but when it came time for our um, rep uh, shows at the end we didn't really we didn't really work on them then because we didn't have enough people of color in the classes to warrant doing the play if that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah and it kind of also reflects I think in in the work that your class has done yeah. Since you choose yeah. roles that are like you've played gay women, mm-hmm. you've played sexy women, you've played cops, you played whatever. Lee played my friend Calpurnia and Soldier's Girl, like yeah. taking roles that people might not have otherwise taken because your class was a transitional. Yeah, really, but, uh, but, but, the, but the school needed to uh, shift in that time, you know, now it needed to shift in that moment and it's still shifting. Now they're, they're accepting way more people of color in their classes. And, um, my friend Michael McElroy is doing like diversity training there right now to make sure that that's continuing to, to shift. And, um, do you think they're writing about Leonardo DiCaprio? They're totally (laughs) writing about me. I would write about Tracy. (laughs) You would write about me. I would totally write about you. You are pulling up all kinds of stuff. I mean, I was watching, there's a screen. I know it's like, this is your, I'm like, oh my God, this is our research on, on this show. Um, what is this? Straight out. That's, that's the thing yeah, yeah, I did yeah, with Todrick Hall. Yeah. Oh, straight out of Oz. Just real fast. Um, what was the class, or what was the thing you were doing in one of the classes for your whole time at Juilliard that you couldn't wait to get to class and and work on or do? What was the subject? What what was it that you were doing? Oh my God, there's so many. You know, it's interesting because you never know where your lessons are going to mm-hmm. come from. You think they're going to come from like a regular old like acting class, but we had this um, clown class. Um. Yeah, we had, a, we, we had a clown class, and I was like... I'd be like, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, clown class. But you had a red nose, and you had to... Uh, Shut up. Yeah. You did, you, Rudolph you, was yeah. in it. You had to, and, but you had to find your clown. You had to find your clown. Is that why you always have so many people in your car? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you had to find your clown. I was like, what is this? Um... Found your clown. Found your clown. It, it's, yeah, it's, I like it, that. It lives in you. Everybody I, don't, has, I don't know if I like it or not. Have you ever taken, have you, I know Tracy has, have you ever taken a movement class, Alexander? Yeah, and I hate it. I mean, I'm just, you I'm hate just it because you have to act like a chicken and shit. Like, no, but you have it to act, be comfortable with like your body. And I'm like, I'd like to do this. But it, but the thing about it is you have to be, most people are uncomfortable in those classes. And that's the point of that's the, the point. class. The point is not for you to act yeah. like a chicken or a clown. The point is for you to deal with your discomfort. Yeah. And it's also mask class. The clown right. class and mask class are the, are the classes I was not interested in taking. Yeah. Um, and I learned the most, some of the most uh, valuable lessons from those classes, you know, because you have to really, you know, really be out of your comfort zone and really challenge yourself to just let go of everything you think works for you. Because none of that applies. 
I guess it's almost like when you start singing a song and you realize the piano player has the song in a higher key that you've never sung before, and you're just like, because you have to do things differently with your voice. Do things differently, and you have to approach it differently. Like, well, it's, it's yeah. Gonna... Anything that 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 throws you off is going to teach you yeah. something. Didn't that just happen to you? Higher key. After Palm Springs Pride, remember you were leaving Palm Springs Pride and you had to sing. What was the song? It was a well-known song. Hero. And it was Hero, but did they do it a little different? No, they did it in exactly oh. the key it goes in. I just used to be able to sing it when I was younger, <laughs> oh, and now it feels higher. Whatever. But, uh, there was a few drinks involved there. Uh, okay, but she texted me the video, and it sounded per- like, I was like, what? It was sounded ama- like oh, perfect. And I don't like, lie. I'm like, is this this high? Yeah, is it this, is. Isn't it, is it really this high? But the night before... But if you're a singer, it's it's gonna work unless you're Madonna. But we took we spent about thirty minutes on that that flip, and we were in Hotel Zozo oh, in Palm Springs, and yeah. we were in that little. I just was at Hotel Zozo yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. and we were in that little lounge, and we just yeah. kept doing. Love. I can't do it, but she could do it. But we kept love, doing it. Love, love, we thought it was the funniest love, thing ever. Love, love, love. Nope. La, nope. La. That was our night for um, like an hour. For like, <laughs> <laughs> On that note, get it? Uh, Eugene wants to know, yes. um, will you ever release an album? Hey, Eugene. Eugene. I would go fund me that album with every penny I would I fund had. the whole would album. Yeah, I, I definitely would. Are you kidding me? That's a leading question. And it would be called Find Your Clown. <laughs> Find Your Clown. That's not bad. No, Michael, well, here's the thing. Let me go back to that real quick before I answer Eugene. Eugene's my acting partner. Oh, you know what I mean? Hello, Eugene. I know. We, we coach people together and we work on audition. We tape. We put people on oh tape. Oh, my God. Together. If There's you guys coaching. Demo. Yeah, we were coaching all day today. So he's being I wonder if, ass. what if we got like a bunch of celebs here and he did like, a live coaching with like well-known celebs. I could, but I, I'm I'm just starting out as like an actual coach in like in like a for real real way where I like charge people money. It's it's new, but it turns out it's good. Very, it's very fulfilling. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But anyway, the clown thing. I thought my clown was going to be a shy clown because most people have like the hi and whatever because yeah. um you know you're not allowed to try to make make people laugh because the funny funny comes from honesty. You know, does it come from like I'm gonna do a joke that right. you know yeah. we think that's funny, but it's not. Um, but turns out my jo- my clown, her name was Precious. Yes, Precious. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, Precious. She just came out one day. Hi, my name is Precious. <laughs> She's responsible for the movie Precious. Not many Precious, people know this. Not we know that. My, <laughs> but it turns out my clown was like a show off clown, and that's what came out. And I was shocked that you find this inner child in you that. Um, that just exists, and you. But it's a long process to find that thing, you know. And but then mask work is like you. You're giving yourself over to something externally, which is a different way of working. But you can learn a lot that way as well. Now back to Eugene's question. Um, That's not a question. It's a question. I know. Yeah. His question. Um. I. I think I. I have pretty much. Uh, promised people very close to me that it's I will. Time. It is it's time. It's time and I'm going to work on my album this but year. But I mean, how long but have we been But I'm going to have to like it? raise money. Yep. It's the money that's freaking, that, that freaks me Whatever we can out. do here, I, go I swear to God. I, I mean, we've been talking about you doing an album for year, like literal years. We talked about different, produ- we've talked about different producers, but I think it's just time because I think, you know, you've been, you've been busy singing a lot of people's songs, which everyone loves to hear, which is amazing. And you'll continue to do that. But I also, I mean, if you, if you record an album, I'm not a songwriter, agree. but also you, but that's, that's, that's the person I want to hear from because you don't think you are and your life experiences are so vast and so incredible and beautiful and also it's like it's it's literally like clown class it's and i mean i write lyrics it's so therapeutic 
And I know you've been through it with some things. And I feel like you could really, <laughs> I think you could really um, hone a different skill that you may not know you have. But and I, I want to hear it. I'm but, here for but it. But I also think your storytelling and whatever you do, I mean, taking the role of Joanne, we're going to talk about rent. Uh, I promise. We're not almost done, are we? Rent heads. No, no, no. I, but I How promise long do we you have? rent heads. We have 525,600 minutes. <laughs> 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 um, but what you did with the role of, of Joanne is you made those well, songs. You, you made those songs yourself. You made the character yourself. So in an album, even if it was covers of songs that we've heard, I know that your storytelling would transform that song, and that's the excitement that I... What is, what is, a, like, what is like a Broadway show tune that would have to be on your album? Maybe this time. Mm -hmm. That's... Mm. <laughs> All right. Why did he just got teary-eyed? No. I swear to God, I've never seen song. you emotional. <laughs> yeah, that's what? That's your what? My audition song. Oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> I was like, what? That's why I'm on every Broadway show. I'm like, this bitch is going to say something from Pippin. No, that is... <laughs> no, but I... Score of the sky. <laughs> I can hear that in your voice, and I know that you would bring the sadness to that song. It's not this kind of song. It's... it's oh, God, I... I mm -hmm. okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I love this moment. <laughs> Devil wears Prada fans, rent heads. I promise you, we are going to talk all about it. Falsetto fans, oh, yeah. we are going to talk about it. But I'm going to take this opportunity to talk about uh, Tracy's performance in Death Proof. Um, and to start that off, we're going to take a clip from Death Proof. We're going to leave your microphone on if you want to, like, you know, voiceover. Oh, you want to give you the behind the scenes? Yeah, fun? yeah. We're going to take uh, a clip. This is Tracy actually driving, and we're going to talk about how they intersplice, like the stunt driver and all that. Um, but this is. Oh, I love this. This is a clip uh, from Death Proof, of course, with Kurt Russell, Rosario Dawson. Um, let's let's take a Rosario Love. Yes. Rosario Love. Oh. Where was this filmed? This was in, like, uh, near Sol the Santa Barbara, like Solving. Come on, hair. Please don't dead end. Please don't dead end. Now, did they have you on a trailer, or? It, uh, I think, oh, there the motherfucker is. <laughs> <laughs> I never married Goldie Hawn. And <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Not my hair. Okay, this is funny, because Kurt made this choice without telling us. Oh. This screaming I choice. Like we had no idea. All of us were like, what is happening? I love his choice, by the way. We had no idea. We're just trying to hold it together at this point. Now, I know the camera's on our butts, but our faces are like, don't ruin the shot. Don't ruin this. We're all trying to hold it together. Can we I had compliment no, your butt? We had no idea. It looks good, girl. Well, I will say, oh, wait. Okay, wait, hold on. Thank you. Uh, uh. Badass. I'll never marry her. The foley on this is perfect. Yeah. And I love that. Mother, mother, God damn it. Okay. Ha! Yay! You are a bad ass. We did it. We You're killed a bad him. ass. And the reason that I want to talk about Death Proof is because. 
Um, you know, like you said, people know you from, from different things. I had to revisit Death Proof because I had seen it a while back. I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Uh, this series of films, I'm going to be honest, is not my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, but watching and knowing that you were coming on the show and seeing you and being able to re-watch that show, knowing the other projects you have done, um, it was an amazing show of the chemistry that you guys had, the storytelling that was happening, and some of the choices that you made um, as an actress. Um, what was the audition for Death Proof like? You obviously knew it was a Quentin Tarantino uh, project. What did they make you do? Because I can't even imagine how you would audition for this role for this type of film. Okay, I'll try to make this succinct because it is a process. Yeah, yeah And yeah. it's one of the things that I just can't believe I even had the balls to do. So, a friend of mine uh, helped another friend of ours uh, with her audition for the movie. So he tells me, my friend Kevin Daniels, shout out to Kevin Daniels. What's up, Kevin? He was like, oh, girl, Quentin Tarantino has a new movie coming out. Kevin is and fine. And it has a lot of black girls in it, and you got to audition. And I said, okay. So I called my agent, and I was like, um, so this movie, Quentin, all black girls, whatever. And she's like, it's called Death Proof. All the girls are not black, but we're on top of it. The problem is Quentin only wants to see people he knows. But I've heard that's that's Quinn only wants to see people who know he knows, but the casting director is a cold case fan, so she will see you and put you on tape. Uh, Mary Vernier, the roles are so different, right? Yeah, but she's a, but she'll see you and put you on tape. So I went in on March 27th, 2006. Well, that's a date that you're gonna yeah. remember for the best. Yeah. But it was also, but it's also Quentin's birthday, it's also my cousin's birthday. Cool. Um, it's my cousin's birthday, too. Carlo. Yeah. Tara, Carlo. my cousin Tara. It's her yeah. birthday. So I remember the day, you know. Um, so I go in. I worked on it for a very uh, long time. I, I memorized it backwards and forth. I worked with my friend, Lynn Wachter, one of my best friends, who is a Quentin Tarantino. Stan. She, you know, whatever. Um, we worked and worked and worked. I do it backwards and forwards. Like my aunt was in town. I, I made my aunt read it like an old black lady, like an older, not old, she's not old, but an older black lady. I said, sit, read it like, like, like how you would read it, just so I could hear it. She was like, oh, I'll give it to me. Okay, here we go. Mm. I'm going to read it like this. And she <laughs> was like, yes. Okay, so I took that. Um, but I took a new. From reading it, I could hear the musicality in it, and I could hear the Sam Jackson in it. Um, and I was like, oh, no, 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 I got this, I got it. But that goes back to my Shakespeare training of knowing how to look at rhythm and punctuation. Dun, 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 do you find dun. rhythm in, in all of your roles? Do you find musicality no, all in all of your roles? Not all no. of them, but Quentin writes that way. Yeah. Specifically, it's like you can hear it, it's like yeah. a song. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to sing it, kind of. Um, so I went in for Mary Renew, I did it, went on tape, and then just forgot about it. And like, literally, I thought that was going to be it. Like, I was fighting for the audition. I didn't think about it again. For like a month later, I get a call. I would get a, or email or something. I forgot. But it was like, Quentin loved your tape. Um, he wants you to come in for a callback at his house. Now, at his house, I mean, he has like a, a, he has a house part and he has like this movie theater wing. So the, uh, the callback was in the movie theater wing. It wasn't like in his house house. Just to clarify. Even though it was executive produced by Harvey Weinstein, by the way. I know. That's why I had to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I'm like, oh, at his house. Ah, yeah. It was in the separate the part, you know, whatever. Right. And like, um, and, and I was about to, so I did it already. And then I called Rosario before my callback. And I'm like, oh, Rosario, you know Quentin, right? I have this callback tomorrow. And, and I, uh, uh, Shared and you have blah, this blah, part? Blah, no. Oh. Um, this is when it gets fun. Um, I had to, uh, I got, well, I'm going in for him. What, what is he like? Or whatever. She's like, uh, for death proof, whatever. She says, which role? 
I'm like, it's this movie called Death Proof and blah, blah, blah. Which role? Uh, it's thing, and it, it, it's still woman. Which role? Tracy, which role? Which role? And I'm like, oh, Kim. She's like, I'm going in for Abernathy. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm going in for Abernathy like tomorrow. I mean, you guys something. had just worked on Rent. Wow. We had done Rent, yeah. Like you had just, yeah. So I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And it just became like, more like, oh, 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 God. Okay, okay. You know, so she goes in, talks to me afterwards. She goes, I blew it. I got nervous. I don't know what I got. I blew it. Tracy. I just, I, I blew it. I just, I tanked it. It was oh terrible. God. And I was like, no, wait, what? She goes, but come over to my house and let's like work on it before your uh, callback. So I go to her house and we watch some Quentin movies and we're like working on it. We're like working on it um, in between the scenes. Oh, this scene is like that scene. Okay, pause it. Let's do the scene again. Interesting. So, and then she's like, no, wait, I get it now. Now I get what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to call and ask for a callback because she's Rosario Dawson and she yeah. can do that. Yeah. So I'm calling and asking for a callback. I'm like, you do that. So next is my uh, callback. I go in and I'm so nervous. Yeah, of course. I'm overwhelmed with nerves. And I do not believe in the idea of going into a room for an audition as the character. Because we're actors. You go in like, hi, I'm Tracy, whatever. Okay, let's do the scene. You know, if you need to take a minute, take a minute. Or you can go in like, hey, can we talk afterwards? If it's a the scene you have to like kind of stay in a mode for. I don't believe in like, I'm going to go in character. Yeah. I don't believe in that. However, the fear that I had <laughs> at this callback was so overwhelming that that is the only thing I could do. I didn't plan to do it. It just happened. It just took over. So I go in, and Quentin's like to his movie theater ver section of his house. Was that the first time you'd ever met him? Face first time I ever met him. So I go in, and I'm like, the Tracy's fear. It's like my personality split, like Sybil. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good Sybil. thing, though. It split. I was like, and I walked in, and he's like, hey, he's like, hey. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I don't know what happened. My Tracy was pushed to the side of my consciousness, like I was possessed, and Tracy's in the side of my brain going, "What are you doing? What is this?" I'm like, "Shut up!" And he's like, "Hi, hi, hi, nice to meet you." I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" He's like, "I'm Quinn." I'm like, "I know, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do not. Know, I don't know what was happening. I'm like, "I know." So we go over, and I'm looking. I'm sitting in this. Um, this is going to be very profane. Sorry, because. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Quentin Tarantino. Because yeah. we're in Hello. his movie theater, and I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm like, you live here, right? This is your house? And he's like, yeah, 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 it's my house. I'm like, uh-huh. You did a couple movies, right? And he's like, yes. he's like yeah. I said, some of them are a little successful. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you need to move up out this shack, because this shit is fucking ridiculous and embarrassing, okay? But you're in his movie theater. In his movie theater. And he was like, uh -huh. <laughs> and Tracy is like, what are you doing? Stop, stop this. This is terrible. But Kim had taken over. Kim had literally taken over. So we do all the scenes or whatever. Um, and there's this one line that in the text had, um, this, is, this is nerdy right now, but one line in the text had like a punctuation all through it. And when I was working on it with my friend, uh, Lynn, we were like, this doesn't feel right with these periods, and it feels like it's all one run-on thought. So we made the executive decision <laughs> to take the punctuation out of the sentence. So we did it. Um, we did the scene, and we finished, and Quentin's like, you know what? And I was like, what? He was like, I've been meaning to take those fucking periods out, and you just did it on your own. <laughs> I was That's like, 
<laughs> and then you like peed your pants. I was like, out. I was like, it's a good time. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So we went on and on. I said very, very crass things to him. You know, I could say tell you more, but it would be embarrassing. How does um, that moment feel when he validates what? you're And I was doing like, that's right. I knew it wasn't right. But it you was, never know. Like, you, yeah, it's such no, a gamble. but you have to. Yeah, but you, you have take to chance. take that risk. It was the line because a lot of people know the lines. It was a line where I said, listen, if I ever become a famous actress. I won't carry a gun. The whole bit with a gun. Listen, if I ever become a famous actress, I won't carry a gun. Period. I'll hire me a dude, dirt nigga, and he'll carry the gun. Period. And when shit goes down, I'll sit back and laugh. Period. But until that day, comma, it's Wild West, motherfucker. Period. Oh. That was the way it was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only way you can play that yeah. is like, you know, if I listen, if I become a famous actress, actress, I won't carry a gun. I'll hire me a dude, dirt nigga, and he'll carry the mm-hmm. gun. And when shit goes down, I'll sit back and laugh. But until that day, it's Wild West, motherfucker, right? So then we took the periods out, and it ends up like, look, 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 if I ever become a famous actress, I won't carry a gun, period. I'll hire me a dude, dirt nigga, and he'll carry the gun. And when shit goes down, I'll sit back and laugh. But until that day, it's Wild West, motherfucker, right? Yeah. So, so it flows in a way that yeah. makes, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And so I think when I made that decision, he Hooked. trusted me, right? No, he trusted me to understand the, the musicality of his. And the rhythm that he was doing. Right. His you text. put the rhythm back that I think he heard yeah. that was not there in, in print. Right. So then I left and said something crass on the way out. <laughs> and then it was down between. And then, and then I found out it was between me and one other girl who was a very good friend of mine. Um, and I was like, well, that could go either way because she's awesome. Um, I need to know who this is. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> you know her. Um, <clears throat> so then it was, a, you know, Rosario went back in. Um, uh, no, Rosario. No, no, Rosario asked for a callback, and he said yes. I will see her again. I'd love to see her again. And and then we were working on it with Rosario again. Work on her audition, and, and she's like, "We're doing it." And I'm like, "You know, Rosario, when you do it with me, you're not nervous." Mm. I said, "You should see if they'll let me be your reader." Oh, that's so smart. That's it's so, so gangster. Oh, so good. That's fucking gangster. I said, "You should yeah. ask if they'll if they'll let me be you your reader." You did half reader. of his work, like as a director. You know, you did half and she's of his like, work. "Oh yeah." So she asked for people, and people were like, "I don't know if that's a good idea. What if he likes you but not her? It could all go badly." She's like, "No, I think this is how I have to do it." It so, could, but you have to take those risks. You have to take the risks. You have to. So, because I had already told him in my audition, I said, "Me and Rosario were watching all your movies last night." You know, whatever. And we were working on it last night in my first audition. He's like, "Oh, I wish I, I, oh, I wish I could have been there." I'm like, "You should have been. It was great." <laughs> <laughs> These are the things I was saying to him like, in the room. I don't. You should have been. Notes. It was, I, we were great. <laughs> I mean, so that, we go in together. So Rosario and I pretty much memorized the whole movie, damn. and we go in to this uh, in Tribeca. Now we're in New York. In Tribeca, we go in these like outfits because you know. <laughs> I, we try to dress like the characters, which I don't agree with at all. But yeah. he kind of likes that. He's very visual. It really surprised, like, like hearing it. Like, I don't want to take this moment, but like, it surprises me that you went in that way because you're, you're not in your head, but you're very thoughtful. You're yeah. Very. You're very. She's very like you. Very. You care about it, and you're very thoughtful when it comes to these auditions. I know you are. Yeah. So it does surprise me that about this audition. Like right. I, that's a, something I've never heard from you. That I know I've never done. Like that. Yeah. That's the only time it's ever happened. I mean, we need to do it again. Um, <laughs> But, but, well, he wanted, but he wanted this people. It's a very different genre. It's a whole different. Yeah, it's yeah a but, whole but different. also he's very visual. He wanted people to, I need you to come in and cut off shorts and flip flops and a t shirt. Because all the girls dress like that. So he was like giving everybody kind of a uniform to come in. You can come in any t shirt you want, whatever, but just shorts and a t shirt and it's a summer movie and just, you know, not like coming in a bikini or whatever. And it, no, it wasn't like that. It was like, this is what the girls are wearing, so I need to 
you know, people come in in some cutoff shorts and, and a t-shirt. So I had them on a camo shirt and some shorts and whatever. And so we come in to uh, this this hotel room, and it's two of us now. So I'm Kim, she's Abernathy, he's being Zoe, and the cast director, Mary Renew, is being um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, being Lee. He so, read with you. So we, ha- yeah, he reads with you. So he re- he's reading with this you. Postman, I, we, we never yeah. get to hear about the Yeah, Tarantino he reads audition. with you, yeah. We never do. Well, he did then. I don't know what he's doing now, but yeah. he was he was reading with us. So he I'm was playing guess Zoe, it's the same because he's and doing Zoe. Involved. He was doing Zoe's accent, and Mary Renew was playing. Lee. So she had already been. Zoe had already been cast. Yeah, Zoe. It was written for Zoe. Had you done the Raise whole movie, yet, or is that after? That is an interesting fact. Yeah, the whole there would be no movie if there was. But no you Zoe did Raise with Zoe also. Yeah, afterwards. After oh, and Rosario yeah, was yeah, in okay. as well. Okay. So then we go in and we're like, pick uh, what page? And he's like, let's do seven five. Got it. We knew we had memorized the whole movie. We pretty much did the whole movie. For him, in the room, and the scenes I wasn't in, I went in the other room. I went like I stood in the kitchen or something while he was working with Rosario and her scenes. And even still, even after that, we still had to wait like a month. <laughs> so I have to tell you what before I, finding out. Before finding out, and, and Rosario and I, I called her. Shit. When I found out, I called her and I said, "Hey," and Rosario was eating some chips. <laughs> Like, oh, crunch, I love crunch. when skinny people. She was like, crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Hi, crunch, 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 crunch. I'm like, so, uh, so did you, uh, have you heard about the movie? She said, mm hmm. Crunch, crunch. And oh. I'm like, what did you hear? And she's like, did I got it? And I was like, I got it too, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> and then we just did you guys go out drinking? No, we were on opposite coasts. Oh, I, I, I would have I mean, taken a plane over and. So I had to tell you, Tracy, what I, what I took away from that story as an as It's an a very actor, long story. I'm sorry. No, no, it's but a good there story. was so many interesting parts to that. Like sometimes you have to you have to take risks. But a a bigger takeaway also, you know, in this industry, it's very easy to get jealous of people that are doing what you're doing in the podcast world, in the acting world, in the in the singing world. The fact that you and Rosario cared so much for each other as women entertainment to succeed as friends, it's like let's do the best that we can do, and whatever happens, happens. That's a huge takeaway from that story too. Yeah, and we were we were already so close, so it's like the chemistry is already there. You know, you don't have to build it. You don't have to build it. Everyone. It's easy to say that, but you know, when when you're like, when when it's like a Tarantino movie, you're like, you know, but also they didn't know. She said, "Who are you? Who are you going in for?" She, it could have been the same role. Yeah, right, but the fact been. that, like, Rosario's people said, you know, what if what if they like you more than her? Sure. The, you know what I mean? And that's and that's a, a valid question. You know, I didn't yeah. blame them at all for that. Of course, they're going to protect their client. Sure, of course. Um, you so, know, this business, I understand it uh, too much, I think, sometimes. I know it sounds like I'm kissing <laughs> Tracy's ass, and I probably am. But like, for good reason, though. But, I mean. but honestly, like, as a friend, and we've been friends for a long time, <laughs> she's a very, very close friend of mine. Like, she's... And I've told her this a million times, but she's very, very supportive of artists, any kind of artists. And, you know, and, you know, we have we have an entertainers kind of group that she's the president of the collective takeover, the collective takeover. And she's the president. And it's it's not only actors. It's it's lighting. It's it's crew. It's writers. It's everybody. And some are famous and some are makes a great. But some are famous. Some are not. But Tracy treats everybody the same. No matter what, she supports artists. No matter who you are, and it's it's one of the many things I love about her. But professionally, it's something I really really admire about her. Um, I I have a feeling this is going to be Tracy Tom's on time. Oh okay. Yep. Uh, I have a feeling this is a Tracy Tom's part one because we're not even getting to half of it. Um, just, just some real quick. Please, uh, I'll, I'll try to do it fast. Are yeah, we over? Yeah. We have ten nine minutes. No, 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 no. We're still going to continue, okay. but we're just going to get some quick questions on okay. the way. Right. Uh, do you watch your own TV or films? Yes. Okay. I hate it, but I have to. 
Uh, TV or stage? Stage, well, both, but st I've had to pick one, stage. Um, how do you deal with the ups and downs of TV? You were in the pilot for Wonder Woman. Uh, you were also in some sh uh, shorter-lived shows like Wonder Falls and As If. How do you deal with that personally with the ups and downs? You just have to know it's part of it. Um, how do you choose your next project? Hmm. Well, it's funny because I think the, uh, the, the perception is that if, uh, if uh, an actor that you like, um, the idea is that we're just fielding jobs. They're like, I'm just... I have a, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. projects on my table. Let me no, that's actually not the case. I generally just if I'm available, unless it's embarrassing, I'll say yes. Who you are know? you up against? Like, I don't know if this is a question I can ask, oh, but that's like, a good question. who are you no, up against mostly? Like, who's your, who are your peers that get, book the jobs that you want, or you book the jobs they want? Who are you? Who Dang are you Judy up Dench. against most? Yeah. <laughs> well, I find her former co-student Meryl Streep. With black actresses, it's funny because once we get to like late thirties. They throw us all in the pot until like fifty-five. That's interesting. You know, they, yeah. they just kind of like, nah. you know. So I'm up against you know women who are a decade older than me um, for the same role often, um, and it's just interesting. You know, I go into a room like, oh, I'm the youngest one here. Okay, you know, great. You know, um, and it's and it's it, I'm up against like every black actress that you can think of. That's I'm up right. against her. <laughs> well, black yeah. actresses also from, you know, 30 to 50 look e exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. black yeah. don't crack holler. Holler. Black girl magic. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Next on How to Be a Clown. <laughs> no, but clown. I remember back in the day before uh, Blackish, I was up against Tracy Ellis Ross all the time. It was like me and oh. Tracy Ellis Ross in, the, in rooms. That's and you, so interesting. You know, me and Nicole Ari Parker up against stuff all, mm. uh, you know, all the time. Yeah. And um, Elise Neal and Regina King. If, if you're going to offer to Regina, don't call Regina me King's in. Big ups. Big ups to Regina King, man. Her yeah. dress at the yes. Golden Globe was Beautiful. stunning and it was individual and it was like, here I am. Yes. Yeah, just don't call us in. Just give it to Regina and wait for her to say yes. But we did no. have, there was a beautiful um, table read at your house with the Regina King project. Yeah. She's lovely and it was really... I love Regina. She but here's amazing. the thing, like... What it the was, hell goes on in your houses? Lola, hey, Judy, Lola, Lola's house. the name of her house and Lola yeah. is where it's at. She's agger. an institution. Lola's but a, also a like, house for... But it's lovely to see women, specifically black women, like really getting along and really supporting each other. And, you know, as people of color, as women, it's it's beautiful to watch that because there are so many people vilifying each other or mm -hmm. contesting each other or being jealous. Uh, the and gays need to take... The uh, gays need to take note. Be, be fucking well, kind I, to each other because well, it also, doesn't matter. I think that the, this industry and the world actually has, has put us in a position of feeling like there's not enough room for us. So it's very easy to... You know, it's funny because a, a, a very good friend of mine, I'm not going to say her name, but she's a successful. But years ago, um, we were coming up together. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Um, coming together, and there was an audition that I was going in for, and I remember thinking she was going to go in for it, and I had a pang of, like, jealousy. Like, a pang of, like, I hope she... So I but called her. But that's very honest. So then I called her. I said, you going in for this thing? She said, I hadn't heard about it. I'm like, well, call your people. You should go in for this thing. And she's like... That's Tracy, you in a nutshell for so me. So Tracy, I, even I'm though gonna, I'm going to try to be more like even though I was, I year. felt like if she goes in, she's probably going to get. I hope she. That means I. That means I fucking call her, make sure she's going in for. Are you going in for the thing? You need to go in for the thing. And she's like, I don't. I can't believe you call. I I don't know if I'd have done that. I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I love you, but I probably wouldn't have done that for you. Did she I'm look like, it? 
I don't think either of us booked it. Okay. Actually. Um, but it was just a, a, a thing that I had to fight against. You had to fight against that. But you, you did that the thing. right thing. I, I love that. Um, okay, Rent Heads. Um, <gasps> rent Heads. We're going to talk a little bit of Rent. Yes. Tracy and, Tracy and I are both Rent Heads. Like, I was a Rent Head before. Yeah. So we're going to have an interesting conversation because when it came out, I was like, oh, God, everybody's... Uh, I did not experience Rent until the movie was going to come out. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to talk all about this. So Rent Heads, we're going to play a clip. Um, and... Mama Rose, you can come take some pictures. Mama Rose. So Mama Rose. P.S. Ma uh, Mama Rose takes pictures behind the scenes, so go to our Instagram, at On The Rocks On Air. You can check out uh, some of the photos. We're not going to play a clip from Rent the movie because we've seen it a thousand times. We're not going to play a clip from Rent, uh, the final performances on DVD because we've seen it. I'm going to play something that I thought was so amazingly special, and this was uh, Tracy Tom, uh, Toms and Anthony Rapp on Good Morning America. Oh, I love this. And the story behind it is just amazing. So, Kurt, take it away. And Tracy, we're going to leave your microphone on so you can kind of walk us through. I This was in October of I'm this year. I'm not an emotional person. This this made me a little bit. A little bit? You get a little tight in the throat? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like when you tight. said the song she'd put on her album? Yeah. I mean, that, that just hit <laughs> that, me. It was like, no, I saw that in your face. Like, yeah. it really hit you. Yeah. Kurt, take it away. <laughs> Tracy, please, uh, please narrate this for us. Uh, okay. So, um, basically... Um, Mama Lou, right? She, she uh, is a choir director, and she has cancer, and her choir surprised her Listen to, with us. Listen to the crowd. Listen to this crowd. <laughs> it was so early in the morning, you guys. Yeah, this just happened in October. Well, we it's weird because when we were talking about Palm Springs Pride, you and I talked about this at Palm Springs Pride. We talked about this whole thing. We yeah. were walking in Palm Springs. I yeah. remember talking about this. Wait, I got to go and sing this thing. No, you had just done it. Had I just done you it? You had just done it. We oh. talked about... Yeah, because it was October, and then this was... Well, the, the Palm Springs Pride was... What we had talked about was they wanted her to do the high note, and you were like, don't take it from this studio. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, but I want it... I wanted her students to be able to shine. I mean, I've actually done Good Morning America before. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the fact that you gave it over to her to keep, again, and again, like, like Polly said, not to kiss your ass, performers like, are not like that. No. I, well, no, but I'm like, I've done it before. I mean, the these lovely, lovely people... Who, you, have, who have put this? Uh, they all right. They put uh, together a video, a viral video, singing you, "Seasons Kurt. of Love" for their teacher, you, who Kurt, was battling a, a very specific kind of cancer. Um, and that video went viral, and so they had her on the show, and they were surprising her with me and Anthony Rapp on the show. But I'm like, I, it doesn't make sense for me or us to take away the solos from her students. Why? No. People but, have heard us sing it a million times. But this times. is Tracy, and I don't have to kiss her ass to let you guys know that taking, ta l being offered to do your, your big note, which is that, was a high C? That's that a high C, Jesus. Okay, yeah. doing your big note awesome. on national television, on a network show in the morning when a, a million people, theater goers, are watching well, and, and you your relinqu fans are waiting for that too. Your fans, yeah. okay, but you're relinquishing your over that over and over. But you're yep. relinquishing yep. that to a student, it's huge. one of her students. That is such a big decision. That is yep. such a huge, like a huge, in our mind, like in mine and Alexander's mind, a huge decision. Yep. But to Tracy, it's second nature. It's like, yeah, but no, this is her student. I'm yeah, well, I am. I, 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 there's a million YouTubes of me singing it. 
What? It's still a big deal to be on Good Morning no, America. Absolutely, but it's a bigger thing. deal for them. Yeah, I know. You but know, so you I'm know like, that. Yeah, I know that. So I'm like, I'm going to give you this moment, and you can play it for your grandchildren. You can play it for the rest of your life that you were on Good Morning America. She measures her life thing. in love, you guys. You she know? measures her life. Why would I take that away from them? I didn't want to sing it. I just want to go ooh, ooh, ooh in the background. But they're like, you have to sing something, Tracy. You're, you're here. I'm like, but I want them so to sing. Much. It meant so much to, to that group, to that teacher, and to the nation, honestly. Um, you've, been, you've been interviewed many times about rent, so we're not going to ask you the same questions. Um, just to let our viewers and listeners know who might not know, uh, Tracy auditioned for Rent and didn't make it. Um, and then <laughs> for you, a year, for eight years. Yeah, I mean that's just crazy to me. And then you get the character of Joanne on Broadway, and then they're like, "Oh yeah," and then here's the movie. No, it was opposite. I did the movie first. Oh, that, that's right. So did how the did the first. movie come about? That it was like, okay, we need you because it was like a quick thing, right? Well, well, what happened was, um, I started auditioning for Rent in '96 for my first audition. Oh my god! No, '97, I think was my first audition for Rent. What was your Rent like? What was your Rent history? Had you watched? Had you gone? I'd seen it once. One of the questions we got from fans was, "Do you remember the first time you saw Rent?" Yes, I. (laughs) The first time I heard, I was at I was at Howard, and I heard Rent, and it was like the music by itself without context. I was like, it was just too much metal. It was, it was too it. much metal. Whatever, I, I loved it. I know. I hated it. I hated it. I didn't it. like it. You hated it. Red? I, yep. Full disclosure, I've never actually said this in public. I didn't really like it when yep. I first heard it because I didn't. Lies. I didn't have a um, context for it. And I was like, what is this? this I think that's like the a, best. A, a, yeah. I didn't have a, I didn't have it in context. So then my my college boyfriend um, was a business major and companies were wooing him in New York. So oh, they gave him yeah, they gave him tickets to rent. Yeah, so he's that's like, you took your clients too. Boom, boom, yeah, boom. yeah, took your clients. Well, it was the hot ticket. Now yeah. it's Wicked and oh, yeah. Hamilton. Uh, no, it's Hamilton. Hamilton. Now it's Hamilton. Oh yeah, it's Hamilton now. Like I, I, I get your ticket to Hamilton. Well, so actually, it might be come and sign for our company. No, it's still Hamilton. It's still Hamilton. Um, so that was a ticket. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll go see. It. I took the train up to go see it with him, and I had not felt that way in the theater. Was this the, the, the original clothes, Broadway cast? Yeah, everybody but Jesse Martin was not in it. It was a matinee. It was a Wednesday Martin, matinee. He wasn't I in love that you. day. Sing I think more, it, Jesse Martin. I think it was like the one day he wasn't in. They're like, you Whoa. didn't see... Je- Jesse never missed a show. He had a standby? I think we mi- I think we remember the one... Everybody has a standby. But he was still in the cast. He was still oh, in the cast. Oh, he just he wasn't there that day. That day. Got he it. To be yeah, out and then you filmed the movie with night. him, so it's good. Yeah, no, it's all good, but... um. His, his understood his name was Mark, and so Mark was in, but he was fantastic. Mark as well. Cohen. Um, Mark Cohen. Um, <laughs> and he just, I just, the only other time I felt that way in theater was when I saw Les Mis the first time, mm. where I was like, I'm feeling things I cannot control. I can't control how I'm feeling yeah. right now because I'm not that girl. And that's the point of theater. I'm not that, that girl. girl. <laughs> I feel bad for whatever actress they, that has to do that because in their mind you know. In fact, if you watch them on stage, they they're singing. They're like they see it. They're like they know I'm that that low. Uh, but I've heard them go. Up. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes they'll be like. Yeah, I've songs. heard them go. I'm not that. Or they'll be a lane stretch. I'm not that girl. Yeah. <laughs> girl. Girl. Um. Anyway. Um. So um, I was just like I was in the audience like I. I, I to do the show, I don't care what I'm doing. I could, I could like just be one of the ensemble members. I don't care what I have to do. I have to de- I'm dedicating my life to this show. I have to do this show. I have to make people feel the way but I'm feeling. Mark, right you could be Mark's mom. For that role, though, too, though. I was too young. I was, I was like 21 at the time, yeah. and uh, and I looked way younger. 17. I looked yeah. very oh, young. You? Okay. I was, I always had like a baby face. So and then I, I went to an audition. Uh, 
an open call, and I, I, had, I had to do two shows. I was doing Joseph of the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and DC at Toby's Inner Theater. As the narrator? As a narrator. Oh, God, yes. I almost forgot. God production. But I was, the na- I was a narrator, like, alternate, so I did the matinees. But our narrator was out that night, so I did two shows mm. and then got in a car and drove up all night to New York and stood in line and got in line about 5 a.m. It was out tonight? The line was all a way around the block. Stood in line, stood in line with my friends who had a show that night back in D.C. So we were going to audition in the morning and then drive back. Yeah. So my friends at, at, at College Park, shout out to Devron Young. We sit in line, sit in line, sit in line. We go around and go around and Devron's finally like, I, we have to go. We have to go back. We have a show tonight. And I'm like, okay, just uh, wait 10 minutes. 10 minutes, okay, we got to go. I'm like, Ugh. And I, had, I lost my voice. My voice went away. I had never lost my voice before this moment. I was like, okay, I just want to. I was about to say, I'm going to stay and take the bus back or whatever. And I had no voice. In that 10 minutes between me saying, let's just wait 10 minutes. Let's give it 10 minutes. And then I lost my voice. I was like, okay. So we're going to go home. But a friend of mine, David St. Louis, um, was at Howard with me. And I told him to go to the audition. So he was way in front of me in line. Because he'd gone up the night before. Because I think his sister or something lived in New York. He auditioned, booked it. Right? I told him. He'd never seen the show. I said, you have to go in for, for rent. It's perfect for you. He went in. He booked it. Then when it came to D.C., he got me an appointment right for Michael, um, uh, not for Michael Greif, but for Bernie Telsey. He got me an appointment for Bernie Telsey when it came to D.C. months later. And then I went in right for Bernie Telsey. Not the open call. I went yeah. straight in yeah. for the yeah. casting director. Um, I went and to an open call. I went in and I got a callback. And then I kept getting callbacks from that moment from like 97 to 2004. I just oh kept God. going in, kept that, going in, kept insane. going in. You know, and like uh, the, the last uh, theater audition I got in for Bernie again, and Bernie's looking at me, he's like, Tracy, ugh. and I was like, listen, I don't even know if I want to be in your show anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw it again, because I had a, my final callback, my final callback for Rand for Broadway was the week I started Juilliard. Oof. So I went in for my final callback, and I was like, I started, I did orientation for Julia. And I was like, listen, I have my final callback for rent next week. And if I get it, I'm not even going to be in this school. I ain't get it. <laughs> so I went to Julia. I'm like, finding my clown. I mean, it's just, uh, whatever. It's so ridiculous when I tell the story because it sounds so stupid. Yeah, but like, I love it. I'm like, if I get in a rent, I'm not going to be at Juilliard in your class because I'm going to go and do and, and do. I, I was burnt out from school. Like, literally, I, yeah. I, I just graduated from college. And I was like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do this. But... I just got in Juilliard, so I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't be like, no. You know, I didn't think I was going to get in. So I was just fulfilling a... I had a teacher, her name was Carol Singleton, God rest her, because she just passed away recently. And she was like, grad school will be good for you. You should you should do that, you know. I was like, okay, I'll audition for three schools. And that's it. Um, and then I got into one. So, But I didn't get it, thank God. And I went to Juilliard and learned who I was um, as an artist. And then afterwards, I auditioned again. And Spike Lee was doing it at one point. Uh, and yeah, he call- yeah, I went in for yeah. Spike Lee. And he was like, I'm going to put you in this somewhere. You're too young for Joanne, but I'm going to put you in it somewhere. And then that fell apart. And then I went in again one more time Spike for the Lee was show. the original director of Rent? No, he was go- yeah, he was going to do it. Of the that. movie Rent? Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it ended up being Christopher Columbus, right? It ended up being Christopher Columbus. And then, um, you know, I went in and Bernie was like, we got we to gotta get you in and we just got to make sure that everybody's right around you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because I was kind of like, I'm kind of over auditioning for this. I keep thinking I'm supposed to be in it, but you keep telling me no. And it's been like seven years, you know. Timing me. is everything, though. Um, Timing is everything. And then the movie came around with Chris Columbus. about okay, this is going to be the last time I audition. I auditioned September 23rd, 2004. 9 p.m. 
I remember these things. Um, and I auditioned and let it go. And then a month later, I get a call. They're like, so you're a front runner for Joanne. Um, we're going to find out tomorrow whether they're going to give you the part or have you test for it. I was like, what? No, it's going to be Queen Latifah. <laughs> it's gonna be Queen Latifah, guys. I mean, really. I mean, was she? The way I didn't even know she was considered. I just, no, I, I just picked no, no, no. There. Like, the way I just, Hollywood. You know, the way Hollywood. I'm like, this is, this is cute, but it's gonna be Queen Latifah or Alicia Keys or somebody. I mean, it's yeah. not gonna be me. Yeah. Who am I? It's not gonna be me. And then the next day, I was waiting to find Alicia out that Keys I was gonna go and like test for it and then not get it, you know? And I was leaving some shitty, some shitty commercial audition. On the Lower East Side, where it takes place, I, ironically, I was leaving some awful audition. I was feeling awful about myself because um, the audition was terrible. It was, it was leaving a terrible audition, and they got a call from my people. And luckily, uh, funnily enough, my agent was a redhead. My agent and my manager on the phone. Okay, hey, it's, it's, it's Randy and Ted, or whatever. Okay, you tell her. No, you tell her. No, you tell her. And I'm like, somebody tell me something. They're like, you got your head in red. Oh and I god. just, I was in the street. Oh my god screaming every profanity I could think of and just screaming and screaming and screaming. I don't know what the people around me thought. I was just scream, screaming. And then I walked 40 blocks. I called everybody I'd ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped into my agency. I went in, you know, I'm, I'm with Gersh, by the way, but Bob Gersh was there. He comes running out. We're jumping up and down like, oh my God, like screaming. And I just, I, it was, you can't get that first big break back. You can't, that feeling. You can't really is that get it back. Is that what you consider your first big break? Yeah. Rent? Well, yeah. I mean, and then you do final cast, and then you brain. do um, rent film live on Bro- films live on Broadway. So it's kind of like your timing was everything, even yeah. though you had audition. But the, but that the acting the... style is is so so different. So and different. the approach is different. So I I, I have a quick question. Uh, well, I mean, I'm quick. I'm long I can talk all night. Uh, but poor, poor Kurt has to go home. Um, mm. Approaching like, the film, approaching Joanne, a character that redheads have listened to the original. Broadway, me too, including me. Of course. They've memorized every breath, every because that's what I do when I yeah, get a broad, of course. I'm just like, Shout Freddie Walker Brown. Yeah. To make the role your own, which you definitely did do, not only for on stage, but uh, but in the film, as an actress, how did you approach the role, Joanne, for the film? And you're like, okay, we're gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna go and record the 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 soundtrack, and then I'm gonna go film it. And how did you approach the character differently? Well, I mean, Freddie Walker. I love Freddie Walker Brown. She's always going to be my Joanne, um, <laughs> the Joanne I know and love, and, and I'm so grateful for her, and I'm I'm grateful to know her and call her friend. Um, but you just have to go back to the circumstances and uh, and and figure out how it how it fits in your body chemistry, you know. Um, and I just tried to make Joanne as as vulnerable as I am, you know, like she just, she's in love with Maureen, like for real. And I think the, um, getting away from Freddie, because Freddie did all this stuff. I had to do it for myself. Um, I think it's very seductive with Joanne to get into the, the, the bickering, to lean into the bickering part of the Joanne Maureen relationship, because a lot of times they're like, we just love to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, we love it, but, you know, I, a lot of young people ask me all the time, like, I'm playing Joanne in my college, I'm playing Joanne or whatever, you know, do you have any advice for me? And I'm like, Joanne loves Maureen, like, loves her for yeah. real, or else she's not in the show. Right. She doesn't live there, she doesn't, she's not, she doesn't live on their block, she, she doesn't, she's not from the Lower East Side, she lives a completely different neighborhood, she's a lawyer, you know, the reason she is there, because she loves Maureen, period. You have to always find the love. Um... 
and uh, it's easy to forget because people don't lean, people just waiting for that take me or leave me. Yeah. Or they're yeah. waiting for the Tango Marine where we're just talking right. smack yeah. about her yeah, and how yeah, awful yeah. she is. Um, but she loves her and she needs her because Joanne's uh, ADD. Um, she's very tightly wound. And, um, and she's successful in everything that she does. Yeah, except, except for, for this, this thing, except for this relationship. And Maureen is, right. is chaos. Yeah, but two things. She's like these walking are, chaos. Yeah. She's chaotic, but, but she loves it because she needs that. It's balance, and Maureen needs this grounding wire that is Joanne. They like need each other, and at the end of the day, they're one of the. It's not a healthy relationship. Yeah, no, but also, but, but at the end of the day, other. they're the only couple that's going to survive. Right. Right. Just they're the only things, ones that though. don't. They aren't. They aren't positive. I want to say something about you and Freddie. Like Freddie is my Joanne. Like I love yep. the stage show Joanne. Obviously, I love the movie because Tracy's in it, but I still love the stage show mm-hmm. more. Like, more because that's my rent, right? But having a fan base that's younger and being around you, you are people's Joanne. I know. You are weird. people's Joanne. And then also, and that was I'm kind of like, <clears throat> that was kind of like confirmed when Tracy and I went to the 20th anniversary rent together at the same time at the Pantages in Los Angeles. And we went back and the cast was just like gagged that you were well, there. And you did the show at Hollywood Bowl directed by uh, Neil right. Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Audience my my first Mark, by the way. That's the first time I oh, saw yeah, I saw wow. him here um, in Los He's Angeles. He's wonderful. He's great. And then you, um, but you, you were, because the cast is so young, you were there, Joanne. And the, and the Joanne there was just like, the, the, the girl playing Joanne, I don't remember Jasmine. her name. I think it was it Jasmine or was it yeah. Lexi? I know there were two. And she yeah. just went up to her and just like sobbed yeah. and was just like, She's "You're lovely. my Joanne. You're everything." Yeah, it was just it was lovely and it was it's a wonderful experience to be able to witness that. We have talked so much uh, to entertainment people. We have a lot of entertainment people that listen to the show. We've talked about so many intricacies from auditioning, from doing a role that somebody else has done. Kurt, I know uh, just real fast. Um, let's play the falsettos a real quick uh, clip, please. What do you have? Claire Huxtable realness. Yes, give me that hair. Come on, editing. Everybody spoke about the chemistry you guys had on stage. Um, just so real fast, because we do have to wrap up. This has to be Tracy Tom's part one. There, this has to be, right? Because we, we have pages of other You have other pages questions. of other questions? You oh, did no. Rent, you did a bunch of theater, then a boatload of TV and film. Coming back to Broadway for Falsettos, was that a weird adjustment? It was terrifying. Really? It was terrifying. Really? Yeah. I'm uh, surprised by that. Me too. Honestly. It was terrifying. Honestly. Um, uh, and I was with her when she was deleting the tweets from Catfish, which was also terrifying. So this was more terrifying than that. Yeah, the ta- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I was, obsessed blo- with I was blocking people. Yeah. People were coming for me for Catfish. <laughs> I, I understand why, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, musicals are musicals are hard. That yeah. eight show a week grind, singing, and I got a lot of. And I'm sorry, guys. We got a lot of emails about that. Eight show a week grind. Okay, so okay, I'm not off. Okay, yeah. um, it's like when I was younger, when I was like, you know, nineteen or whatever, doing a musical theater. I didn't think about it. It was like, yeah, we're doing it, boom, you know. But as you get older, you know, your body changes and your endurance changes, your changes and your voice changes. My voice is not the same. 
<laughs> when we were in Palm Springs, and my voice is not I said, the same. I was like, "Girl, you're gonna come on our stage and sing." And she's like, "And I and I mentioned the song," and she was like, "That's not who I am anymore." <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, but, but like, it's but real. That's, that's real. It doesn't it's have anything to do fun. with notes. It doesn't have anything to do with that. But it's just like that's not me. That's not who I am anymore. No. Well, yeah, I and mean, we all want to grow and whatever. I mean, but at the same time, it's like you got one hit. Sing the hit you got. Fuck I yeah. totally get that. If I'm doing a show, I'm going to have to sing Seasons of Love. We're talking about Seasons of Love. If you're a Dina Menzel, you're doing Defying Gravity and yeah, Let It Go. Right. And I had questions of that is like, people want that song over and over again. And how do you make it fresh? Because every time you do it, that's been filmed. And I've, I've experienced you like singing along. It's still real for you. It is. The problem with Seasons of Love, and I will, I will there are two problems with it. Please be 100% honest. Nothing and nothing? Um, no, the problems with me singing it is that it is a group number. Right. I can't sing it by myself. Yep. Singing by myself is like seasons of love. <laughs> no, you're singing with me. See, <laughs> because I can't help it. I uh, know by no, myself. Like, it yeah, goes yeah, yeah, seasons of love. Seasons of love. You know, yeah, <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to hear that. What's your favorite line from Seasons of Love? And sing it, if if you could. No one's ever asked me that. I did. Ladies and gentlemen, Alexander Rodriguez on the Rocks Radio and Glitterbomb TV. The, my favorite line. Um, the way that the way that she in died. true says yeah yeah yeah. True that she learned on times that he cried, bridges he burned on the way that she died. That's my favorite line. And that's not even that's not even your line. It's not my line. Yeah. My favorite song from Rent is um, "Another Day." It's not my song. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Yeah, a friend of mine, Jeffrey Carlson, shot at my class. We used to rent out rooms at Juilliard during breaks to just sing rent songs. <laughs> one of my favorite, like, yeah. I know you have to rap, but yeah. this is before I was auditioned. I mean, this is before I was in it. This is back, you know, I'm like 98. You we know? have a lot of great times together, but one of my favorite rent times ever is oh our friend Carell. <laughs> our friend Carell is doing this beautiful project called the Black Hollywood Book Project where he takes black actors and photographs and he's a brilliant photographer photographs them in traditionally white roles so he's done like Farrah Fawcett he's done Superman he's done whatever Love Tracy it. did Zool from Ghostbusters oh. and <laughs> so I called her I said hey will you do my friend's book and since then they become they become good friends and um, I went to the shoot that day because she didn't know him yet and we were drinking and we just reenacted Light My Candle and we did um, Seasons of Love. But the reenaction of Light My Candle was we were like on the floor. Yeah. For, why? I used to have a Light My Candle t-shirt. Oh, me too. It was, uh, it was white the, and it had the little thing. Mine was red. Will you light my candle? Yeah, I have a picture of it. It was like a little person. Anyway. You know, that's funny. We were talking about how like when I first listened to Rent, I was like, oh my God. And Light My Candle That's my was favorite like, song. I thought it was the silliest song. I, I loved like, it. Oh, the wax. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, I'm like, the wax. wax. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, where's Sondheim? Um. And, but just real fast, My, yeah, go ahead. back to the eight shows a week, going back to falsettos, mm -hmm. Polly and I, I think, are surprised by your reaction because we think, you've done this and done this, and you're like coming back to Broadway, and everybody's talking about the show, and everybody loves the show. Like, it should just be like... Oh, I'm coming back to Broadway. Uh, okay, well, let me let me explain why it was terrifying. I hate um, you for passing me this during. The I know. Show. <laughs> I hate this is the, this is my shirt. You can't even see it. This is me and my light my candle shirt. It was that shirt. Oh, the wax. Oh, the wax. <laughs> it's terrifying. I like yeah, it. See, that's, um, that's what I heard. I was like, this is the silliest show ever. Um, yeah, but I, but by that time I listened to that song, I knew the context and I loved it. Um, 
Any oh wow okay anyway, <laughs> poor Kurt has no idea. We're doing musical theater jokes left and right. Oh. Another yeah. day is a really good song. Another day is a great song. I often think of that song as kind of like a transitional song, but no, it is a song it's on so its own. Good. Yeah, it's like. Wait, we have like 10 Can minutes. You hear Let me this question. No, we don't have... Uh, Kurt's like... Oh, we have like... We're negative 10 minutes. Yeah, we're negative like... Whatever. Um, 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 Kurt, so, Kurt, Kurt sorry, Kurt. If I bought you a haircut, would you be okay? Okay, because God oh. knows. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, Kurt's wife. Um, uh, we're so sorry. I know. Every time we do a podcast... His like, wife is every time. Like two way. and a half hours. Um, Can I come back when you do Tracy part two? We're going to... Duh. Okay, because I love her so much and I Who love you. Who else would be here? But I just feel Give like... Give her Godfrey for Tracy Todd Bart too. <laughs> what happened? What's she going to do? Know? We're in love and Netflix with John Apatow. What was that like? <laughs> well, what about Stick Fly? <laughs> yeah. Um, here's, here's... That was goddamn funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Sorry, Kurt. Sorry, Kurt. Um, Falsettos, uh, the... Uh, Eight shows a week. The music of God falsettos is not how I sing. I had to relearn how to like sing for that show because I do pop rock musicals. Your yeah. voice in falsettos is very, very different. And mm -hmm. for the rent heads listening that haven't listened to falsettos, you need to. You hear Tracy in a whole different style. Yeah. Your voice has a different uh, point to like it. Like a ping. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly like a ping. what it is. And it's available to see. It was on PBS. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it you was see it on PBS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw it live, the, live from We had a big center. group and we went to the theater. Yeah. And it was really fun. You guys are doing everything without me. Here it was I really fun. We didn't know, I didn't know you yet. We didn't know you yet. yet. Like, uh, well, now you're now. We didn't now know you yet. Now. now you're fam. Mm -hmm. um, but I had to, know, you know, and uh, when I went to uh, my vocal coach, um, her name is uh, Jordan, uh, Joan Later, and she does everybody. Joan Later did everybody, but also, like, notably, Madonna for Evita. Oh yeah, she Sam she Smith, did. everybody, but like Jesus. Yeah, oh, she's I, amazing. I, Joan is your vocal. Yeah, coach? so I went to Joan. I'm like Joan. I'm, I'm doing falsetto. She's like, you're doing the doctor, and I was like, yeah. She's like, the doctor. She, she already knew. Yep. She's the hardest. She's way harder than Cordelia because Cordelia is Betsy mm -hmm. Wolf's. Betsy Wolf is a soprano, and Cordelia is a soprano role. So she kind of sits in soprano. But she's like, she sits. In she's soprano. rangy though. She is, but it's very much soprano. Yes. Um, the doctor, Dr. Charlotte, is like right in the break. No, it's I'm sorry. I meant Charlotte is rangy. Not, yeah. I mean, Betsy Wolf is amazing. And it's yeah, a but it's a soprano role. role. But the doctor is it's it's very rangy, rangy. But it's right, it's right in it's the like, break. It's like, did Angela Weber write this role? It's, She'll it's text me and be like, that's right, right in my in break. break. That's the right in my break, girl. And, and I was, eight shows a week. Yeah, so I had to like learn how to sing in a whole different way. I had to like, and my voice sounds different. In, yeah. the, in the show. It, it, it's it not does. how I sang. So it was terrifying. Like, you, I'm not, it's more legit musical theater than I'm used to doing. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's very structured, you know. Yeah, but yeah, the harmonies yeah. are like, I'm thinking I'm singing my part. And Vadim, who was our uh, musical director, he's like, no, ding. I'm like, la, ding, la, ding, la. That's interesting. No, nope, you're flat. I'm like, Ding la la, I'm singing a note. He's like, "You're flat." That was <laughs> you're flat. Tune it up. I'm like, uh, because pop rock, you can be a little flat or a little sharp, and it's it's your style. Your style. I'm like, oh, I have to like, la, you know, I had never experienced that kind of. You need to be that precise because the harmonies are so difficult and they're so tight in that show. And, it was so hard. And mm -hmm. that must have been interesting coming back from like, well, I've done this. You you could have shown him. Well, here's what I've done. He's like, like, yeah, I know, that's cute, but ding. 
But she's not. Nah. She wants to challenge it. You're the challenger. Yeah. I am. I am. Yeah. And and um, a false idol was not a show I knew before. Um, yeah. And I hadn't done it. I hadn't seen. I had never seen it. I never heard the whole. I I heard like a couple songs from it. But yeah, I was terrified. But we did it. And it was amazing. And they made and me sing on the Tonys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have time to talk about that. But that was your first Tony uh, performance. Was with falsettos. I'm like, yeah, Tracy, you're doing your solo. I'm like, couldn't the people who were nominated for the Tonys in the show do their stuff? No. Don't you think that was an interesting choice? Do you so it's I'm like, girl, I'm coming to, to Lola next week. She's like, I'm going to be singing on the Tonys that day. I'm like, okay. Who's that? Like, what? Who's that? Carly Hughes has been on the show, and she was in, in, in beautiful, and her thing was, you know, it was coming in, and she said that the nerves are so different than any show you could ever, because there are millions of people. Right. And, and it's, it's live. Like, Go ahead. And it's live. But it's not like the audience, like, when people pay money to see a show, they want it to be good. Mm-hmm. For the for the most part, mm-hmm. but at the Tonys, people are like, "Okay, what do you, what do you got? What do you have?" I, yeah, that was another whole level of terror. I was sitting there, the same part that you played, but um, we we sang that on the Tonys. I'm sitting there looking at my magazine. My heart is pounding out of my chest so bigly that I could I could see it. I could I could actually see my chest doing this because I'm looking do at my magazine know? and I could see my chest going. I'm like, oh my god! Wow. And you know, it's the Tonys. It's the Tonys, and there are cameras moving around, and there's millions of people, and like, don't mess it up because it, it's forever. And it's falsetto. And you take your brother, right? Was no, that? that was that was the Emmy? Oh, that was the Emmys. I was oh, by the Emmy. way, Tracy Thompson is nominated for an Emmy Award. In case you guys didn't know, in my phone, you know how she talked about me. In my phone, she's Emmy nominated Tracy Thompson. <laughs> Emmy nominated Tracy Thompson. Look right here. Emmy nominated Tracy Thompson. I hate you. I hate and you my so mom. much. Hatred. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. Most people on my phone are like Grinder, Star Three, Star Four. Yes, star, Queen. Yeah. Oh, you star them? You have to. Oh You're my god. Oh my god. I hope I'm a five. <laughs> um, <laughs> Never happened. We're just kidding. Zip. All right, yeah. we have to do Tracy Tom's part two because we didn't even talk about Love on Netflix, uh, which is a Judd Apatow project. Are you sleeping? That's a new show. You don't have that in your bio. He does. He talked about it earlier. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But Judd Apatow is like working on a Quentin Tarantino. It's it has so much heft and all that. Um, And you guys have to watch it. The behind the scenes clip on YouTube is for free to watch, and it's really funny. It's really silly. Judd Apatow is great. Judd is very serious, like most funny people. Funny people are very serious. They're serious with their comedy, serious with the jokes. You know, Um, my first day of my first day of love. this is quick. My first day of love was also the first day of love. The first day of shooting of love was mm-hmm. my first day. Oh yeah. my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I was like, "Why well, am I first? Aren't there yeah. plenty of other things you could shoot with, like your like your other lead?" No, we're start- okay. Great, here we go. Terror, of course, terror. I do the scene, uh, whatever, and I was asking Paul Rust, uh, on, who was the lead of the show. I'm like, "Is this word perfect or is it like gisty?" No, just we're not word. Just in the in the ballpark. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm kind of doing the lines as kind of they're written, but I'm switching some words around or whatever, but I'm so nervous. And then in between takes, Judd's like, Tracy. And I'm like, this is when I get fired. Yeah. This is when I get fired. This is when I get fired. And he comes over and goes, uh, why don't you say something like this? And the, the line he gave me was so fucked up. And I was like, oh, you want me to just say that right to his face? He goes, yeah, just say it right to his face. Oh, now I understand who she is. Great. Got it. Got it. I say horrible things to your face. That's who I am. Because I didn't know that. I thought I was passive aggressive. Mm. My character's kind of passive aggressive. 
messed up. I'd be like, oh, I just, I just say the horrible things to your face. But I knew he was coming over to fire me or say like, hey, you're stiff, you seem nervous, and fix, fix yourself. But he gave me a line in that moment that defined three seasons. Yeah, that's of right. Character oh. In that one moment. That's right. You have been a part of so many amazing projects, and you make these amazing projects even more amazing. This is Tracy Tom's part one. Uh, we're going to end the show real fast with <clears throat> Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire, go. Yeah, okay. Tracy, mm -hmm. what musical theater audition song sent you screaming out of the room if you have to hear it one more time? Oh, right. Oh, um, um. You know, I'm gonna go back to like when I was actually like uh, rapid fire. Rapid um, fire um, what I did for love. Oh my god! I just I just thumped it down. <laughs> rapid fire, Alexander. <laughs> well, you know, here we're gonna hear memory from cats because cats is coming back yeah. anyway. Uh, you have to pick singing or acting for the rest of your life. Acting. Oh, really? Oh, wow, that was really quick. <gasps> One Broadway role you would love to go back in time and originate. Originate. Who cares about gender or ethnicity? Oh my god, <laughs> that's an exciting question. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I want to know. <gasps> what? That's that is. There's a whole show in just that choice. I want you to do Effie. After the eighth show of the Sick. week, when you get home, what is your ritual? Bourbon. Your honest ritual. Bourbon. <laughs> Bourbon. And, and like TV. you watch, like uh, like whatever Game of Thrones. Grease too. Grease. Guilty pleasure that we'd be surprised to know. Yep. <laughs> Bourbon. No. No one's surprised about bourbon. I know. A tweet about bourbon. Um, guilty pleasure to be surprised to know. Powerpuff Girls. <gasps> we had E.G. Daly, who was blocked or like, on the show. Or like, like sci-fi. Like, you're a nerd. I am a nerd, but Black Mirror is not... Uh, you need so not Black Mirror. I didn't say Black Mirror. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, Black Mirror. No. Okay, Polly. Me? Yes. Okay. Oh, you're back on. Oh, shit. What would the name of a uh, musical based in your life be? What would the name be? Uh, confused. Oh, okay. Biggest pet peeve? Oh, God. Uh, timeliness. Being late. Oh, I'm always late. Uh, How are we friends? Yeah, exactly <laughs> I'm right. I'm always late. I'm like, if we're in the hour, it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. you've interviewed so many celebrities. Yes. What is your worst celebrity encounter? Just the name. Ooh. Uh, my worst celebrity encounter is Patrick Swayze. Hmm. You chose a lucky one there. Uh, worst gift your husband gave to you? <laughs> Herpes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the worst gift he's given me. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I'm being super honest, like, and this is gross. My husband's amazing. Like, he's incredible. Okay, rapid fire. Come on. Um, I'm trying. No, I'm really trying to think of like the worst. Oh, I know what it is. The worst gift was our first Christmas together. We were like. Let's do this whole thing. And I got him a bunch of gifts and he didn't get me one. And he like went into his room and just like wrapped something really fast. Oh, that's cute. That's actually cuter. Though. I know, but it wasn't at the time. It was like. But that's a real answer. Okay, that's a real okay. answer. Okay. What would your audition for American Idol be? Oh, um, uh, Careless Whisper. Great. Let's hear a little bit of it. Time can never mend. Careless whispers. That's it. Yes. But thank you for putting reverb on yeah, that yeah, shit because yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank uh, this you. This is Tracy Thomas part one because we didn't even get into the half what of are, it. What are the other bullet points? Uh, there's pages. Yeah, from, pages. God, I'm sorry, films, guys. And we have the John Hawks two-person show. Anyway, John Kurt, thank you so much for putting up with us, coming back, thank whatever, you. in our new studio. You guys, uh, I Your love studio is beautiful. It's beautiful. 
it needs some work. <clears throat> but it's brand new. Thank you for letting us like de-virginize it. We're like in the lobby your... when you walk in. And we christen this shit, girl. Christen anyway, this shit. Yeah. Thank you to Mama Rose in the chat room, and thank you all the fans that uh, chimed in and uh, for the fan emails, you guys. We have some great uh, performers coming up on the next month of On the Rocks, and thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank we'll you. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.